You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. to yet another exciting episode of your show that's right it's the kickout crew and uh guess who's back back again it's uh james and adam so hey tell your friends and if you like what we're doing be a friend and tell a friend because i mean ha, it's your show you know uh want to thank everybody for uh last week filling in while me and adam were uh, on a vacay uh mr thomas amazing guest if you haven't Killer. checked this guy, i'm Killer. telling you you are missing out because that dude he is something. Uh, loved having him on. Shout out to Zoll for, uh, you know, chiming in, uh, you know, helping hey, out thanks. and assisting the guys while we were going. Thanks for Zoll picking up the slack and coming in late. So I appreciate you taking my spot, Zoll. Yeah, some would say he's still talking. But, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. I'm kidding. Love you, Zoll. I appreciate us uh, filling in for us, you know, because, hey, like we said, it's your show, you know. Anybody can step up to the plate and be a winner. Cause that's the rumble. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but want to thank everybody for last week's episode. Want to thank everybody for the comments and the, you know, questions and Mr. Thomas, great interview. Obviously he's with the Fumaye fight club. He accompanies uh, Alex Kane, your MLW champion, the people's champion uh, to the ring. And uh, they got a big, sh they had a big show and it was amazing. <laughs> that being said, uh, I guess that's enough of me uh, rambling because we got a lot of time to fill and I'm going to be talking a bunch, but uh, I'm kidding. It's time to uh, kick it on over to Brad. So, hey, Brad, good to see you again, man. Uh, man great what's to see the you. sitch, as they say? Yeah, great to see you. Yeah, Zola is still talking. Uh, <laughs> holy hell. Thanks, Brian, for that. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. So let's talk about me uh, like, like we always do, right? Um I was at the pet store picking up uh, my my son has a snake. I have to get a rat here and there for the snake to eat. I'm in line and these people kind of sneak right up in front of me. Well, that's all right. I mean, how much stuff can they possibly have? Well, they 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 start talking about their store points and uh, they're confirming that they have these store points. They're getting getting some of this stuff, you know, obviously not at a discount, but because they've spent so much money there, some of this stuff's going to be free. So they get up there and now we're having this conversation with the cashier and I'm not checking out at all and I'm holding a rat in my hand. So that being said, the points didn't get them anything. Okay. The points didn't get them anything for this particular trip. And they were really mad about it. So then the girl says, well, listen, I have 40 bucks. So if it's over 40 bucks, we're going to start putting some stuff back. I'm like, oh my gosh. How, why did you sneak in front of me? Why was the urgency when you knew you had drama to sneak in front of me? I have one thing in and out. Let's go. So it ends up being like 3602. So they have the money. Fantastic. Let's go. No, 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 no. Mom. Go to the car and get that change we have in the in the uh, in the cup holder. 
You're fucking kidding me, right? You're going out to the car to get the, so so minutes are going by. And I mean, it felt like it felt like hours because they went to the car to get the two cents, so they get the four dollars back. And they are and they are arrogant and they are pissed. And this is like, what is just get the hell out of line? I'll give you the two cents. Anyway, that's all I had for that. Well, by the way, though, they did have pajama bottoms on. And what is this with pajama bottoms everywhere? This is four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I, I'm seeing pajama bottoms at the gym. I'm seeing pajama bottoms at a hibachi steakhouse. My, my oh. son, they've been doing that at school, man. He'll come to the house and he's got just regular pajama bottoms, like a decent shirt and pajama bottoms. Yeah, you got to go comfortable, Brad. I mean, come listen, on. <laughs> as as the as the great Dave LaGreca says, if you're wearing pajama bottoms, you have not washed your ass. And I totally do believe that. <laughs> Shout out, busted open. Recently, um, as we record, this, it hasn't happened yet, but recent, it'll be tomorrow as we record. It is Groundhog's Day, and PETA is fighting Groundhog's Day, saying that they are too hard on the groundhog. Well, let me tell you something. I have been to Punxsutawney, okay? There is nothing that groundhog wants for at all. He lives in the library, and you can call it an enclosure all you want. This is not a big animal. This is a big enclosure, and he's got three, he's got three groundhog women in there with him. Let me tell you something. He's living the Jabba Hut life. Jabba the Hut life, if you didn't catch my drift. There is nothing wrong with this animal. He is doing just fine, Peter. There he is not being tortured. You know what? Who are being tortured? The ones that are crossing the road and we're actually hitting him with a car by accident. They're the ones that are running for their lives. Doing no, well, I you can, know. I can say hey, James, a lot about Peter, but I'm gonna let that go. Let me ask you a question, James. You have any when you have a sale at the store, and I know you work at a different kind of unique store, but if there's a sale on an item, do you usually tell them what the sale is? I, I mean, you at least have signs. If but there's not like you tell any them what the price is, like if you if 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 you have the yes, okay, like this oh, you know, price. was this now this like sale 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 like you know, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm at this gas station and there's the holiday candy that's now passed, right? And they have on there written sale, but no price. That that's a scam. Okay, they're charging the same money or more maybe, but it says sale, so you want it. Stay away from that. From a guy that's been in the car business for almost 23 years, let me tell you something. A sale isn't necessarily a sale. All right. Finally, good news. My daughter, Lotus, has finally accepted that she is going to pit. Whoa, I disappeared there. And I am a pit dad. She is uh, going to go for the University of Pitt for nursing. She just accepted. That's awesome. Nursing, huh? Damn. That's why I was in disguise. <laughs> Thanks, Arn Anderson, for that. And I'm really proud of her. Uh, she just did this. Wow. Do you want to talk about what they do now? They they dress up their whole bed with um, like pit stuff, pit banners, pit balloons. And they get these pictures and then they send them out on the, the pit socials. And then we even have pictures of her paying the $300. <laughs> like it's a little different than when I went to school. It's just, uh, it's, you know, a, a few years have gone by. But congratulations to Lotus. We're both very proud of you. Everybody's proud of you. So anyway, that was a lot. That was a lot, and it was in a lot of, in a short period of time, but it was a lot. Back to you, James. Well, hey, uh, shout out to Lotus. Uh, Yin's gonna have a good time in Pittsburgh. I actually like Pittsburgh. That's a cool ass city. Uh, you know, a, a little bit too much on the black and yellow, but I'll let it slide. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Pittsburgh's awesome. Shout out Megan, Bober, Kyle, Julia, David. I mean, I could go on and on. They're great people there. Good city. Ben. It's like a, it's like a small town, like blue collar, but in big city, and it's really cool. They're very passionate about their stuff. Man, Pittsburgh's awesome. So uh, that's a, a badass. And was that? So you have two kids in college now. You got one, one a senior. There's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I got two seniors. So you know, Lotus two is seniors, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, 
Lotus and Ned Frank are in the same grade. Uh, Lotus is adopted. And uh, so they're not twins, but they're so they're both graduating this year and they're both going to move on. I'm not sure what Frank's doing yet. He's still working on it. And that's OK. <laughs> <Sorry to> that. <laughs> Don't spend my became... money without knowing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I became halfway an adult at 32 and uh, I'm 38 and still not fully to the adult stage. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> and this past weekend could definitely uh, you know, prove that to be correct. Amen. <laughs> but uh, that's awesome, Brad. Uh, you know. Little quick ratings for that old Stanton. So, uh, <laughs> I like it. And uh, <laughs> next on the outline, uh, if you notice, uh, our boy Mike is feeling a little under the weather. So, you know, we're trekking on through without him and I uh, hope he feels better. And by the time he hears this, he's probably going to feel better. So, uh, yeah, shout out, Mike. Devin, <laughs> Devin, who gives a fuck? So, you know, shout out. <laughs> All right, here you go. Does, does Bryant have a topic? Oh yeah, hot tag, oh, baby. The R Truth Rumble hot tag. Hey, tell us you what a hot tag. Sit there and hold out my hand for the tag there. Yeah. <laughs> that was so fucking awesome when he did that, dude. I was dying. Oh, dude, that was a great spot. I would say my tagging in for Mike's spot or Devin's. I don't care. Oh, oh, shout out to your show. <laughs> give and take. It's give and take. We just can't go off the outline. We just cannot. <laughs> no, we have to follow the outline perfectly <laughs> every time. Good God. Oh, oh, wait, wait, before we get going, ball. do you have the right outline pulled up? That's shout oh, that's out That's a good it. question. Yeah, I should I should double check to make sure. We're on episode, what, 87, right? Oh, please. <laughs> 92. Where's Mr. Thomas? <laughs> I thought he was here. I thought Mr. Thomas was going to be here. That's why I'm on the show. Yeah, I just watched two Bam Bam Bigelow matches. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that means no. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I'll pass on. I, I was waiting for later, so go ahead, because I don't want to step on as an in-ring performer. So. Yeah, right. And there has definitely been a lot happening in this uh world of uh, wrestling, as they say. So boy howdy, Adam. <laughs> as an in-ring performer, yeah. Are yeah, we gonna I'm keep gonna... it in the ring or <laughs> what are we gonna go with well, this week? Well, you know, last like like Brad mentioned last week, we were in Tampa, and then unfortunately the week the week before, uh I had a pipe burst here at the house. So my ceiling kind of fell in in the kitchen. So that was kind of priority one over anything. So um, it feels like I hadn't got a chance to talk to you guys in a while. And uh, that's just too much stuff to go back and talk about. So while it's fresh in my mind, I was going to talk about the Rumble. Because um, there was too much negativity that happened last week. Um, and I hope it all gets resolved the right way. But I'm going to talk about the positive stuff, the Royal Rumble this past weekend as we record. Um, I think uh, I called it Bailey winning. Shout out, Bailey. Thank you, darling. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, I thought CM Punk was going to get that, man. Oh, I didn't and know. Cody Rhodes pulling out the victory. But what I was going to ask that? this, actually, if I could. Adam, uh, do you think maybe Punk knew he was hurt and they called an audible in the ring? See, I was thinking about that. I don't think so. I think he was supposed to go to uh, what you call it, Elimination Chamber. I yeah. think he was supposed to go to Elimination Chamber and then that's when he was going to get set up against Seth Rollins. I'll tell you this much. If Cody wins a Rumble twice, <clears throat> doesn't finish this fucking story. Yeah. Go back uh, to AEW, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, so here's a big topic been going on. Do y'all feel like if he doesn't face Roman, that the story's not finished? Like, say he beats 
he just, you know, because if, if everybody doesn't know, Seth Rollins come out and wanted Cody to face him. So if he, if Cody beats Seth Rollins, do you think the story's finished? Does it have to be Roman to finish the story? I think it does. I think it, I mean, listen, the championship's the championship, but you know, let's face it. The, it is the greater of the two championships, right? It, it just because of how long Roman has had it. I, I hate to say it, but it's true. So I think he has to, be, I think Roman has to be done. I think well, it's just, like on one hand, it's the belt, like the, the big, the big goldish looking belt. Yeah. So that could be a cool story. But then on the other hand, it's like, <clears throat> but Dusty's beat, had the big gold you beat belt. the king of the mountain, you know, like you're, I don't know. So either well, way. And Cody said it in the promo when he was originally going to do this, it was about chasing the title. His father never had. Right. And, and that's the WWE title. Belt. I mean, and, and he's had the world heavyweight title. So I, I think, yes, I think to finish the story, he has to beat Roman. Does it mean it's going to happen? Man. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. Seth Rollins threw a damn good argument. Man. No, it was awesome. It was a great promo. Oh. Great promo. I mean, I mean Hill, Rollins, uh, Drew McIntyre, all these guys are just putting out some banger promos, man. And it, it, it's amazing. And then talk about Netflix signing on to a five billion dollar um deal to come to Netflix Netflix next year. I mean five billion dollars, man. Come on now. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> five hundred million a year. I I, I found down that's three million an hour. I found it interesting they had the out clause set up for five years. So if yeah. after five years the deal isn't there, they can opt out. But after I think 10, that was interesting. they can they can extend it. Right. Well, we'll see what happens with it. I, I think it's uh, hopefully streaming's there uh, for the views. Uh, Dancing with the Stars tried this, and they went back to ABC the next year and and streamed on and on uh, Disney Plus because the, apparently the ratings were down. But I think wrestling audience is a little different than the Dance with the Stars audience. So, because I well, would think not really. If you listen crowd. to this show, it's the same fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, I, I didn't know I was going to get, get get to go to the Rumble when I went down to Tampa. But shout out Matt M. He um he called and said, "Hey man, I got a ticket. Get down here." So uh, I was blessed for anything this weekend. <laughs> for anything? <laughs> Did you pay for anything this weekend? Oh, I paid for the ticket, but yeah. All right, all right. Oh, I wasn't sure. Ticket, I, I can man. imagine Matt on the phone. Hey Adam, I fucking forgot my purple shirt, so I can't go to the show. Would you mind yeah. stepping in my place? <laughs> his buddy that always goes with him got upgraded to like the tenth row, so he got to sit with him, and he sold me his ticket. I got you. But we had, we still had damn good seats. I mean, I paid for the hotel, my portion of the hotel, but wait, so you're telling me Matt was in Tampa? Yeah, he was yeah. down there with his buddy on road. That fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I I, Mike Cole was there yeah. too. Oh, yeah, I was busy. Couldn't make Cole it over to you guys. Oh, I bet. Fucking friends, real friends. <laughs> Kanye song. <laughs> and then I had, then I got to run into uh, Jacob Fatu, man. Oh, you're oos. Yeah, he was in the audience. Apparently, I didn't get to see him in the audience, but I just happened to bump into him downstairs in front of the concession. That was so random. <laughs> but you're just like in the, next to the bathroom. In the, <laughs> they showed him in the audience later, like just him and uh, 
the uh, the other Uso, I can't remember his name. There's a lot of them. But I think it's <laughs> yeah. one from New Japan. They were the only it down to fifty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what have those Samoans ever you know, done? <laughs> Tonga Teo, whatever, whatever his name is. Tonga. I can't remember who it was or not, but it was both of them in the crowd with Booker T just wilding out. So I mean, it was an amazing time. Um, just Bailey winning from number three, that was awesome. And then just the whole get together, being there. Like I said, we we had a ball. Bobby Richard Brown, Canada. He said, "Richard, huh? I've never seen palm trees." <laughs> So it's just it, it's them get togethers are awesome, man. And James, you 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 know how it is. Oh yeah. We we had a we had a great time down there, and thanks to Efren for pretty much making the weekend over the top. It was amazing. Shout out. There'll be more on that later. Oh yeah, definitely. But no, I was gonna leave it at that. Rumble was awesome. Um, WWE is going in a damn good direction. Um, I'm interested to see after everything happened and what what WrestleMania is going to do. Yeah, me too. Because it, I think it, my it, ticket prices went down. All this, <laughs> everything that's happened has ruined my predictions. So I know, I know there's a couple of matches I just, I missed completely. Oh, I can't account Jade, for it. Shout out Jade had a, I think Jade had a strong debut. That's a good way to debut in front of a crowd. And, yeah. you know, because now yeah, she seems awesome. legit. So, like, I like her. forward. Look great. Grace being in the drama. Oh, I was freaking that was awesome. awesome. That was How did you know that, Bryant? I don't want to reveal my sources. I need to know. I've got, my own, sources. I've got my own sources back here that I know. I mean, he day. says it. There's going to be another one. And then she comes out next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's going to be another TNA star. She comes out next. Yep. Like like four later. Like, like what do you? I was, I was actually shocked. I sent that message. And then she came out. I was like, I expected a little gap in the middle. But I'm like, okay, you knew it was out. her? You knew it was going to be her? You son of a bitch. Why do you know this stuff? <laughs> I know people. I know who to talk to. Yeah, Scott. I have Demort. my own sources. Damn it, <laughs> Scott <Daniel DeMort. laughs> You got a one-on-one first-name basis with Scott DeMore? It's not He's hard to get a hold of these TNA stars when you were there at the, at the show. I'll tell you that. They're all running oh, around. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he might have got something like that. Ever sleeping on one of the biggest things, man? McAfee's back, baby. Monday night. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. At, at our watch party when he uh came out at the beginning, you know, what? Let's oh, go. The, the I jumped over him like fuck yeah, and everybody's just looking at me. <laughs> and the our watch party, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ron Breaker man. man did amazing in the in the in the rumble. Yeah, he was great oh, older yeah. in it. Yeah, I, I I think it was just one of the best. I I think the women's rumble was probably the best one they've had. That nah, was good. It was definitely good. And the men's was awesome, and no legends. That was what the, that was crazy. No legends. No legends. And I wasn't mad. That shows like, you how like strong that, it yeah. is right now. Well, Bailey even said it like we didn't have to, you know. I mean, obviously they got Jordan Grace and stuff, but she's like, we didn't have to, you know, pull anybody from the bullpen, as they say. Like they have the roster to do it. Yeah, because the first Rumble it was half legends, which I understood why <laughs> yeah. they were all wanted to be a part of the first one. I got it, but there was like it was like half of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Road Dog. I remember Road Dog mentioned it when because he, he come by that morning, and he said, "Hey man, y'all pay attention to the Royal Rumble tonight, man. There's gonna be a couple of surprises." And I was hoping Trent Williams is gonna be in it. God, I was yeah, because I, I think he's more over than Carmella Hayes right now. Oh and yeah, definitely. I think him and Braun would have been awesome in the Royal Rumble together. Trick is uh, those whoop that trick chants are loud. 
Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he, he's a fan favorite, man. It's that came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like the heavy for a while. He was getting his ass kicked all the time, like a Mr. Thomas, to like, like being the, LA, the main event. The LA Knight of NXT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, in that match. I can't believe they had the uh, Universal title match before the United States title match. So there was only four matches. I didn't know what they were going to do. I honestly didn't know what they were going to do. I did feel the women would go on first. Other than that, I didn't know. I went up to my room to refill my beers after the Women's Royal Rumble because I was like, oh, I know what match is next. Oh, YouTube, bitch. And then uh, the cover band. (laughs) YouTube dude and the cover band wrestler were next. So I was like, I'm going to go up to my room, take a piss, refill my beers. (laughs) I come back down and like Roman's pinning him and I'm like, what the fuck? And then sure shit, I sit down. Bam, here comes Logan Paul, Kevin Owens. I was like, motherfucker. Like, I missed the Roman match and I get here for this. And during that Roman match, shout out JD Hoop, our boy, pretty much did like everybody's fucking gear, you know? Shout out. Kevin Owens actually had the match with a fractured foot. That was amazing to hear, man. Because you couldn't tell. Yeah. Hope he takes time off. Hope he takes a little time off. <clears throat> Got it. Yeah, I hate that, man. That ruined everything. That was subtle, James. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. I had to say it twice. You know what yeah, I just I thought of? Mike was going to yeah. announce next week's show. He ain't fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> Do we still even know what we're doing? Is yeah, he was, in, he was doing gimmick matches. He had them all planned out. Now I don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're going to do whatever Nothing. we want, Mike. We're, we're going to change right. it up now. This is audible. Our, this, we're going to do <laughs> an audible. Right? You figure it out by the end of the show, okay? <laughs> Got it. I Good. already have a, I say I already planned a segment for to take over Mike's meat minute anyway, so. Well, you can't, you can't miss that time. <laughs> hey, yeah, why don't no. you just do the same fucking one from a week ago? <laughs> Tremendous, because he had no idea. I None. was dying laughing. We should have let him do it. We should have let him do it. Why did y'all cut him off, man? That was because I was like, no way. He would. I I said the same thing. There's no way he's doing it again. No way. Drunk. (laughs) Dope the pickles and ranch. I was like, wait, wait, what? (laughs) I was on for that one. Like, this is a different one. (laughs) Me and me and Brian are just not having it. No. (laughs) I'm not not doing a 48 hour pickle soak again. Yeah, 48 hours, two days, ready by the time the games are on. I remember the whole... I'm not, I'm not soaking my pickles in anything. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, how'd we get on this, Mike? Uh, whatever. My fault. Uh, go ahead, James. I, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> and that was this week in wrestling. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> by the time this airs, uh, 10 days old, whatever. Don't matter. You just want to hey, hear us bullshit yeah. anyway. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl in fucking March, (laughs) so, you know, (laughs) it don't matter. And just wanted to say, before this football season started, I said on this very program, program, shout out McAfee, uh, that Texas and Dallas were going to win their respective championships, both lost in the playoffs. So, that being said, next year is our year. (laughs) Dan Campbell left, so our defense is going to blow ass, (laughs) but next year is our year. You mean Dan Quinn? That's really Dan Quinn. Dan Campbell, Dan Quinn, whatever. They both yeah. the Dan. Dan out of here. That's all I got to say. And he's probably taking Michael Parsons with him, which sucks. Yeah, fourth and three, baby. There's always next year. We just heard that. It's our year. Next year will be 30 years since Super Bowl 30. Or it'll be close. But 
Yeah. I was eight years old the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. I'm 38. <laughs> so, you know, I was in third grade, whatever. 30 more ten. years ain't going to hurt. I think I was 10. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if they took away the playoffs, Dallas could make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what? I'm starting a petition now. <laughs> the the college is trying to extend their playoffs, and then I feel needs to shorten theirs that way Dallas will make it. Well, no, because we got to keep an extra wild card team just in case, <laughs> so we can get Dallas in there. <laughs> oh man! And that, yeah, was this week in wrestling. <laughs> yes. So uh, I guess it's <clears throat> it's time for today's agenda, huh? And uh, Bryant, it appears that you were actually on the outline for today's agenda. So, uh, what is today's agenda? I guess this worked out well, um, but Brad decided we needed to cover the big show uh, because it is his birthday. He was born well. February 8th. So uh, we'll be talking about the big show today. Um, he was born with acromegaly, uh, which is the disease that uh, causes gigantism. Uh, Andre the Giant famously had this same disease, which is why uh, he had such a gross birth. By age 12, he was already 6'2". That just fascinates me completely to be that young and that tall already is just something insane. Uh, He was spotted by Hulk Hogan at a charity basketball game in 94 and Hulk working his Hulk magic. uh, Talked Big Show into becoming a professional wrestler. Joins WCW in... uh, 1995, uh, where he would go on to be a two-time WCW champion and a three-time tag team champion. Uh, by the way, fun fact, can anybody name his three partners? In WCW? In WCW. Mike, is Mike around for the answer these questions? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I was uh, expecting Kevin Mike, Sullivan? so yeah. No, that is not. Uh, it was Lex Luger, Sting, and Scott Hall. I think I knew Lex, and that was it. That I remember. Yeah. Uh, he would stay in WCW until 98, and then he would debut actually a week later in the WWE at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, uh, helping Stone Cold win a steel cage match. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> uh, he would go on to have a 20-year career with WWE, um, winning the WWE title, the world title, the ECW title. Uh, he was a five-time tag team champion. Uh, can anybody name his partners there? Five the different Jer- partners. Jarrah Show. Jarrah That is one. Yep. That's Kane. one. Kane. That's two. Yep. Undertaker. Three. Was it X-Part? No, uh, that was Kane. Nope, that was Kane. Uh, it was actually Miz is the other name we're looking for. Yeah, the Miz, yeah. Miz, Miz, Show Miz was there. Good little group name there. But uh, he was also the 24th Triple Crown and 12th Grand Slam champion in company history. Would stay until 2021, and then he would join AEW. Uh, but let's be realistic. He's most famously known for being Captain Insano in Waterboy. Yeah. Um, because that was just amazing. Captain <laughs> So, And that is who we're covering today. Fantastic. Man, that ECW, uh, he won the belt at ECW. I heard that's a great pay-per-view. 
Well, he won it. He lost it at a terrible pay per view. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, yeah that that was a terrible pay per view that he had. The my December to top, December. My money for Top Guy just came out of my account. Just want everybody to know that. Hell Sorry, yeah. James. Thank God we get Brad for another month. All right. Yeah, I just I forgot to cancel again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and are we ready James. for our first yeah. match? Let's do it, James. Hell yeah. Well, the first match we are discussing is the Giant versus Ric Flair. It is for the WCW World Heavyweight title from WCW Monday Nitro. It was taped April 22nd, 1996, but it aired April 29th, 1996. So Eric makes this big deal about going live. Taped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I was thinking that too. <laughs> so it took place at the Albany Civic Center in Albany, Georgia. My goodness. I mean, doesn't place. it look like an ambulance should be like pulling up to there? <laughs> For real. That looks like yeah, a hospital. It's like a library. Could be a library I... slash hospital. Nice flags. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two out of three ain't bad. Whole meatloaf <laughs> there. What's on that third flagpole? Nothing. It's just an empty flagpole. That's what I was like. <laughs> it's so random to have three and then only two flags. Yeah, for real. Just in case we're going to get this third one. Again, one random car parked illegally. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't park in of the course. parking lot. No, no. No, we got to <laughs> oh, go up front. Yeah, we yeah. got to be I, up I got to run in real quick. I'll, I'll be real fast, real fast. Five minutes, five minutes. Looks like a nice fall to winter day. No leaves on the trees. Yeah, beautiful scenic <laughs> shot. Yeah. The building looks dirty as shit up top there. Yeah, the little uh, little divots. Is, I wonder if rain just like shoots off that bitch when it falls. Oh, dude, you got it. Oh, absolutely <laughs> has to. Plus, let's be realistic. Who's climbing up there to clean that? Nobody. I mean, I mean about this architect that made this ridiculous building with that. Wouldn't that rain beer? fall and then dropping that like uh, foyer, the little balcony thing? Let me tell you something else, too. Those bushes are shit. <laughs> What is that? A mound of dirt in the middle? Is that another bush? It looks like a mound of dirt in the middle. Yes. <laughs> That's how they put the bushes around it. They got that big ass mound of dirt. They're, they're like, we can't move this dirt. Put some bushes around it. We'll hide it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Freaking terrible looking. Great job. You know, I bet that extra flag used to be like where the rebel flag used to be. But since it got real bad, they had to take it down. Yeah, I'm okay with that then. We'll go That's with the pole. Just a nice pole. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's what Buff Bagwell's mom's supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> and again, that is for a specific demographic of people that might know what we're talking about. <laughs> I do like that second level little balcony area. It does have a light, you know, like a. Yeah, thank well, God. You know, people can see. That's safety yeah. is everyone's responsibility. <laughs> oh boy. So that is the Albany Civic Center. <laughs> it had an attendance of an estimated 6,500, which is 6,500. It had a, a 2.1 TV rating the whole episode. I don't know about the match uh, specifically. And it had a match length of 5 minutes and 49 seconds. Shout out to TV matches. Shout out to one-hour shows, you know. Loved it. One-hour show has a 5-minute heavyweight match. Heavyweight title match. Yeah, heavyweight title so match. there we go. But uh, enough about that. How did we get there? He's got it. Okay. All right. So back at a, at a Uncensored 96, the Giant defeated Loch Ness 
in about a five minute number one contenders match. So he is and real. It was probably not even five minutes. I think they flew him in from uh, Switzerland or whatever the hell that is. Like, <laughs> so the title match was set for the following Monday Nitro. Ric Flair was in a Doomsday Cage match back at Uncensored with Arn Anderson, Ming, the Barbarian, Lace Luger, Taskmaster, Z Gangster, and the Ultimate Solution against Hogan and Savage. So the next night, which would be March 25th, 1996, the Giants set to go one-on-one with Ric Flair for the WCW Championship. During the match, Arn and Kevin Sullivan hit the ring, and the match was thrown out. Because Sullivan come in, well, Arn come in with the with the chair, hit the giant, and then threw it to Sullivan, or Sullivan picked it up on the other, and so the giant thought Sullivan did it. So that was pretty funny how they did that. Look that way, girls. <laughs> All right. So um, on the next um on the next Nitro, April first, the giant was supposed to team up with Sting against Harlem Heat, but Jimmy Hart paid Harlem Heat to forfeit. And paid the giant to turn the turn on Sting to turn it back to the dark side. So they had their match. The giant Sting had their match, and Flair faced off against Luger. Two weeks later, on the fifteenth, on that on that Nitro, Ric Flair and the Giant are put together to face tag team champions Sting and Lex Luger. Flair and the Giant had a rocky start, but they started working together pretty well. But after the after Woman through Coffee. In the face of Sting, Flair and the Giant were DQ'd. So Don't that fish off move. Yeah, I know. I mean, they've been throwing <laughs> hot coffee, and I guess that was a thing back then because they did it a few times in a row. But there was never no burn marks or nothing like getting on their face. I think the Giant ended up doing it. He did a promo right after it happened, and no redness, no nothing. So I'm <laughs> glad he was able to heal up so fast because he did get thrown off a building, come back. So. Right. I mean, we've never seen anybody get hurt in wrestling before and then get right back up. So, I mean, if he can get thrown off a building, hot coffee ain't going to do shit. <laughs> All right. So, on the next Monday Nitro, Flair and the Giant get a rematch. For some oddball reason, they get a rematch. <laughs> um, but this match is another tag match, but it's for all the belts. It's for the tag title, it's for the TV title, and for the WCW World Championship titles. Uh, so during the match, Flair throws coffee. <laughs> coffee in the Giants' face. And the ref calls for the bell. So, hey, hey, so it comes full circle in, in, in WWE. Yeah, first it's in the Steve's face, and then it's in the Giants' face. You live by the coffee throw, you die by the coffee throw, I guess. And it was, it was very, I think Flair must have spilled, or, yeah, it was Flair. I guess he spilt most of it in the corner, because when he threw it, it looked like the very bottom of a Coke can, you know, that little dip <laughs> That's how much blew out. Uh, live TV. <laughs> and so and so Flair was begging for forgiveness. We ain't got him a towel. And John said, No, no, you don't piss me off. And I want you next week for the title, and that's where we're at. All right. So we have the giant entrance with Jimmy Hart. So well, we were gonna start with Mike, but we're not doing that now. So James, uh, how old does the giant look to you here? Uh 38. <laughs> but and, uh, I just wanted to let you know he's 24. Yep, 24. And he's being recruited by the Detroit Lions. <laughs> he is definitely does not look 30 or 24 years old, but yeah. you know, it's part of what it is. So then we have Flair entrance with woman who is uh, Nancy Benoit and Miss Elizabeth. 
styling and profiling, right? Uh, well, Devin, uh, how about you, Brian? <laughs> I'm off to a hot start. Oh, always styling and profiling. That's the Ric Flair way. That's how he's always been. Shout out, Miss Elizabeth. That's Man, all. Nancy and Elizabeth, my goodness. And the nature boy. <laughs> Deborah McMichael in the crowd posing with Flair and was very angry about it. And of course, you have Mong. Uh, well, we're going to get to that, right, James? But so. look at that. Fit. Like, I mean, she just does not look happy at all. I, mean. <laughs> I love that. So, um, James, who are the announcers? Well, I'm glad you asked. It is uh, Eric Bischoff, Steve Mongo McMichael, and uh, what was it Pepe or whatever? What was the little <laughs> dog's name? Pepe, yep. Yeah. Pepe. That was right. Uh, <laughs> in some sweet macho man type get up and uh could you imagine being like the airbrush person and be like all right i gotta do jimmy hart shit you know they're like wait wait i'm doing shit for a chihuahua now like so he pull out the little uh <laughs> itty bitty oh, up, you know? oh boy and uh bobby the brain heenan bobby the brain nice group there definitely adam do you know who the referees are this evening oh the referee is Wee anderson there it is love it oh yeah so also, let's go right back to you, Adam. They are going with um the Andre the Giant gimmick here for the Giant. Did you like that? Did they like that he was his son? Did you like that they did that? I hated it because for one, the Giant Andre never had a son, and two, just because they're both seven four and they call themselves the Giant, doesn't mean that he's his son. The timeline doesn't work out. Kind of like that uh, Lance Von Eric, huh? Yeah, and plus <laughs> it it, it kind of puts a a shadow over. Big Show Giant, it puts a shadow over him already to have to build up to that name. It's just like um, anytime your dad's, it's just like the Rock's daughter has to feel, feel his shoes. You know, it's you have a, you like you have a stigma you have to live up to. Well, there's definitely a lot of pressure for sure. So Flair playing, um, like Flair leaves the ring immediately after the bell rings. Woo! Flair playing a Miz type chicken shit heel here. Woman whispers in Flair's ear. So, uh, Bryant, <laughs> does Flair work as a heel here um, against the Giant, or like because the Giant is such a giant? So does it really work for Flair to be a heel? I don't think Flair can do anything but be a heel. I don't think he knows how to really play the babyface character. Um, even even against the Giant, who you know is supposed to be the big badass <laughs> dominant guy, I think Rick is just naturally the heel in this situation. And a chicken shit heel works in this situation, right? Yes, absolutely. So Flair, no match for the Giant right away. Power Slam Giant. James, what's wrong with the crowd, though? Uh, you know, hanging out, chilling. Uh, probably didn't really think that this would be, you know, like a TV match or a title match on TV. You're like, okay, you know, Schmaz is coming. You know, when's it happening? And uh, this is like the second, you know, because they taped last week's Nitro and then taping this one. So they may just be a little fatigued. Sure. Even though it is still two hours, if you divide that up into two shows, it's like, fuck, we're here for another one. You, know, so and you have like, no idea how much they recorded it anyway outside of that. Or true. Like, they probably recorded another hour before it started. Yeah, they dark, probably was not dark true, match and everything. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, there was no YouTube back then, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So Giant throws Flair out of the ring. Flair hiding behind the ladies. <laughs> Giant stalking him on the outside. Adam, obviously the Giant is very inexperienced at this point. How does someone like Flair help him with that? Oh, I mean, just it's not hard to do with the giant because he's just so big. I mean, you just got to make him look like he's just this massive, like a boss that you can't beat, but him being the baby face. 
Flair can make anybody look good. So I agree. All you got to do is just make him look dominant. I agree completely. I thought, yeah, I thought he did. Both men back in the ring, thumb to the eye of the giant. Now Flair uh, chopping and punching with uh, absolutely no luck. Giant misses elbow in the corner. Giant throws Flair off off the top. Mike, or jeez, uh, <laughs> I just can't get used to it. James, <laughs> do you see what um you you watched Om Omos this weekend in the Rumble? Do you see some of what he does in the ring? Like, can you compare him to the Giant here? Uh yeah, I would. Granted, they kind of keep Omos like you know a little boxed in per se, but. You know, the Giant was definitely, like, an athlete. He could fly around the ring and stuff. But, yeah, there's definitely a lot of similarities, you know. Slow, sudden, but powerful movements, you know, shit like that. Yeah, I, I felt the same way because, I mean, watching Omos this weekend and watching this early on in his career here with the with Giant Paul White, it just it just reminded me of – they reminded me of each other a little bit. Yeah. Maybe Omos, you know, I, I don't know how athletic he is, but there's a lot of – a lot of people think he's got it. So we'll see what happens. Oh, well, if, shout out Mike. Good Lord, you can't even mention Omos's name with that. Yo, Jeff Jarrett says he had it two and a half years ago. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yep. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, suplex giant, Flair selling really, really well. Flair blocking the choke slam, low blow to giant while the ladies distract the ref. Oh, come on. Dirtiest player in the game, right, Adam? Amen. <laughs> giant pushing Flair from, the, from his knees. Flair puts something, uh, brass knuckles, on and knocks out the giant when the ref is distracted by the ladies again. Now, Flair is in control. Any chance with him putting this uh, figure four on, uh, Bryant, that is actually going to hold? God, no. I mean, you, and you watched him pick his leg up. The leg, when he picked it up, was almost the size of Ric Flair standing there next to him. Like, there's no, you're just watching on, there's no chance. No chance. Not going to fool me on this one. Yeah, no. Choke slam giant, and and then that's it. We're into the one, two, three, pin. Adam, what did you think of the finish? It was quick, subtle. It made the giant look dominant. I mean, Rick Flair put him over. Do you think they were rushed for time? I think so, because it was kind of rushed. I mean, this, they did the same thing a few weeks ago. It was almost the same exact match. So instead Jimmy Hart going. I'm sorry. Instead of choking him, he hit him with something. So Jimmy Hart going nuts. Mean Gene in the ring now. Woman is flipping out. Um, James, did Mean Gene help out here at all? I as much as he could, I guess. Uh, but here's the thing: you say like the press for time. Mean Gene comes out here, talks. Then they go back to the announce booth. Like we're pressed for that much time, but exactly. I mean, That's you a good know. Point. Giant does a he's he's young, you know, he's busting his chops in that ring, but yeah, mean gene. I mean, he did what he could, you know. Was Jimmy Hart a good mouthpiece for him, Brian? I mean, did he need a mouthpiece for the giant? I think he did at this point, still. He was still young at this uh, by this point, he's still not even a full year into the business, so he's still trying to work out and learn. And I think having Jimmy Hart be the guy to kind of talk for him was a huge help for him. I will say this, and I'm going to end on this. Roman Reigns has been champion for three years. He doesn't wrestle for the championship on very many Raws or SmackDowns. And this had really, this was such a random title change on a random tape night that no one gave a shit about. I'm sorry, <laughs> they, they, the crowd just wasn't into it. What, what a difference between now and uh, this time period. Uh, so I just wanted to shout that out. But that's all for me on this match. 
I enjoyed it. I thought it actually, aside from the crowd, I thought they did well. I thought it, it was a fun match, but a five-minute championship match, the main championship, really? match, and a title change, not a schmuck. And a, and a, a dead reaction. Well, I mean, it kind of cheers, but like not the big like, one, two, ah! It just you goes know? to show how many times the title was changing back then. And, and I like uh, that suplex picture, if you notice, like Rick's feet are like <laughs> out of the frame. <laughs> like that's how fucking huge Big Show is. Can you imagine if Roman giant. Reigns would lose on a Raw or a SmackDown? Even even Seth Rollins, or even Gunther. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine that this three year reign ends on like a five minute match on Raw on Sunday Night Heat? <laughs> main event. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like any of the main championships around, the only one you could actually see that happening with is maybe the United States Championship or the yeah. Tag Championship. Maybe, but yeah, definitely maybe. not the women main championships. Not and not. Not the Intercontinental. No freaking way. No. <laughs> so it's just a lot of di- it's just a lot different. But anyway, that's it for me. Back to you, James. Hell yeah. Uh <laughs> well, uh what goes better with wrestling than some food? And my goodness, we're gonna have Mike's meat minute with Brian. <laughs> Tell me about the pickles. You take these pickles and drink <laughs> yeah. for two days. You- you take these pickles oh, and you put them in. A, you put them in a jar for a month and a half. Who likes bacon? <laughs> you guys like bacon? Yeah. How about ranch? Shout out. Just soak the chicken in, in buttermilk for two days. Yeah, you cook it on three fifty for two and a half days. Soak the fucking uh, chicken. That was one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I'll never forget that. I'm gonna actually steal a Devin's demographic, even though it's not on the outline, because we knew Devin wasn't gonna be here today. But I was going to mention how, as we're recording this Sunday, is the NXT Vengeance Day pay-per-view, where we have what I feel is a pretty good card going into it. Uh, You've got Tony D'Angelo and Stax and Adriana Rizzo versus OTM and Jada Parker. Shout out, Adriana. Shout out, Uh, Jada Parker. uh, Just added after the show... Last night was, or on Tuesday, was a no disqualification match with Jack and Joe Gacy. I'm intrigued to see what they're doing with Joe Gacy's character. He's just kind of been going crazy since uh, Schism kind of disbanded. I like the announcer and, stuff. Yeah. He was the announcer. I, I mean, he's nah, that was great. When he yeah. just sat in between Vic and Booker, and Booker's just selling it like, what the hell is happening? And he was like, making no sense. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> uh, we have... The North American Championship match with Oba Femi and Dragon Lee. Uh, I like what they're doing with Oba Femi, trying to build him as this dominant monster. Um, I don't know if Dragon Lee's the right guy to kind of put him in there with for that first defense, but... It's just a rematch. Oh, yeah. And it's just Dragon Lee's rematch, so that way he can go back to SmackDown and... Yeah, I hope this this puts him back to SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, A match that I'm looking forward to, the NXT Women's Championship, Lyra Valkyria versus Roxanne Perez. Um, Perez has been kind of doing a little bit more of the heel streak lately. And Lyra, I think, has just been on such a roll that the the dynamic between the two is just going to be a great match. I don't know if uh, Roxanne's going to pull off the heel, though. She's too damn cute. You know what I mean? She's just so cute. Like, like, I'm rooting for her, though. I am. Yeah. I I think it'll be interesting to see. And then... She did as well, yes. Uh, then we have the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. Trick and Mellow versus Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker, the Wolf Dogs, as they're yeah. now trying to call themselves. Who that trick? And I, 
I honestly don't know how this can go. I could see Trick and Mallow, but Braun has just, I think, branched out so much more with Corbin that I could see them pushing them for some tag titles. But uh, I also want to see Braun get that call up to SmackDown. So Right. And Carmelo's already on SmackDown, right? Exactly. Or, yeah, uh, I can't he's on this. SmackDown. Yeah, he's yeah, on SmackDown, he's on SmackDown well. a few times. So, uh, you, it really is like you don't know. I feel yeah, like something's this... going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's going to be the setup for what will be Trick's double header for the show, where he will be in the main event for the NXT Championship with Ilya Dragunov. And I think this is where, in my opinion, we see that mellow turn. And I think he cost Trick the title, but. I don't. I, I wouldn't be mad at Trick one either because Trick is so hot right now. He is that it's like in a bottle. Yes, and, 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 but how many times have they turned that down lately? Like you know what I'm saying? In the past year, it's been it's Sammy, hot, hot, hot. Mm-hmm. Knight, Cody, all lightning in a bottle. Uh, Drew in uh in, in you know out of the country. It, they have so many opportunities and they don't do it. So who knows? Yeah. Well, and even yeah. if you stick with Elia, Elia's a great champion as well. He's been doing great at the, with carrying the title that there's still challengers waiting, but man, Trick's just so hot. You can't, and That's I can see it, him. Baby. I'm rooting for him. And then we're here, like I laugh every time he comes out and hearing Booker do the, the grunts during the song. It's just, it's hilarious. So, but uh, the other, the last thing I was going to bring up is free agency. Um, Kazuchika Okada, Mercedes, Sasha Banks is, Apparently supposed to debut within the next month with AEW. With Heard Okada. That. Yeah. With Okada, with Okada. I think that's an interesting wrinkle. Do you see him as an AEW guy? Or do you think he has that chance where he's been vocal about, I want to be at WrestleMania? Do you I think, think he could go? In Japan. I really do. I think they're going to so you saying? Play. Are you saying win the Elimination Chamber and face Seth at Mania? I mean, I the possibility is there. I don't see it for the for the uh, WWE audience. Yeah, I don't. But also, again, I don't, I don't know what AEW will do with them because, honest to God, I I still can't get past this um, uh, Adam Copeland versus uh, Minoru Suzuki, right? A couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did anybody have any interest in that? Because my my issue was this: that was just another dream match, right? It was a dream match. Had no build, no story, no beef, but it was the main event. Does nothing for me. I'm sorry, nothing for me. How old is he? Which one? Luki, he... They're both in their fifties, right? Sixties? <laughs> yeah, fifties. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm over the dream match. I'm sorry. I know I sound like Bischoff. I'm over the dream match. I need I some kind of. I got, I got to have a reason why they're fighting, not, not for just respect. <laughs> Especially in a main event. Yeah, that should have been a rampage match. I'm sorry. I know that pisses off a lot of people, but ah, you're good. I agree 100. I don't know why. We 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 have real. It's not real. It's not. I, I mean, it's it's predetermined show for entertainment. We have sporting events that it is a dream match. You know, Kansas City versus uh, San Francisco, but there's no story. You know, except for Taylor Swift. That's the thing. He he's been on. <laughs> he's been on um on Saturday nights doing the Cope Open or whatever, and all yeah. of a sudden goes to Dynamite and has a main event match with you know with whoever. I, I still love AEW. I love watching it, but I just the dream match thing. I'm over it. All right. So the last thing I'll hit you with: WWE 2K24 just got announced. The cover athletes: Cody Rhodes, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley. 
as a guy who purchases that game every year because I am a nerd, do you guys have a favorite WWE video game or just what's your favorite video game? 2008 WWE SmackDown versus uh, Raw. Raw versus SmackDown, where they where yeah. you could first you could climb on the outside of the cage, you could fight in the back. All that stuff was kind of new then, and it was neat. And I know it's, it's not get good reviews. <laughs> Nintendo 64, WCW versus NWO World Tour. Nice. Yeah. Love that. That's a good call out. Yep. Gotta love that one. Like, uh, was it Raw's War or was it Warzone? I can't remember the name of it. Had so Stone Cold on there, played first, the yeah, Warzone, yep. shit out of that game. Yep. And I uh, like the the PlayStation, uh, you know, there was a WCW versus the world on PlayStation. Ha, that was a that was, was something. Boy, oh, dude, absolutely. Those, those classic games always just ring true for yeah. everything. So then that I, WrestleMania I, arcade one, that was oh, cool. I love I love that it. game. Loved it. Because it was so different. It, it was a WWE game, but it was more or less Mortal Kombat, which is what made it so much fun. Like the Undertaker would do a leg drop and he'd jump up like 35 feet in the air and slam down. Yep. And Yoko, man, seeing those big ass legs, like, bam, bam. Yeah. Oh, WWF, cool. no mercy. I forgot about that. That is another good one, yeah. Well, you, I, I, I always go back to uh, SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain. Uh, it was really the, the newest, it's when they really changed the dynamic for the games it was the first game that had blood in it it was the introduction of the elimination chamber you know and then it was just an update for like graphics and how the players are presented in the game and it was it just blew my mind as a kid so that's the game i always go back to as one of my favorite games so but thank you guys for playing along and jane back to you all right well here we go as we, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, I don't, don't want to be too loud on this uh, segment, but uh, it is uh, the spirit of Tampa is how Brad put it. I, of course, I knew what it was going to be. But <laughs> I was in Tampa. I knew it was going to be the spirit of Tampa. Uh, obviously, like Adam mentioned, you know, we were at the uh, Top Guy Rumbles uh, by or from ad free shows, I guess. And uh, it was a fun time. Real, uh, real good seeing everybody again. Uh, Shout out to Josh Fields, friend of the show. Got to uh, make the first cut on Eric's uh, hair because he won uh, the trivia thing. Uh, so that was cool to see our boy up there, you know, doing that first cut. Miss B freaking out, <laughs> you know. Garrett was there, and I'm going to see Garrett next month. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to see you next month. And, uh, you know, it's in Cocoa, but I kept saying Melbourne. And he's like, hell yeah. He's like, yeah, man, it's been about a year since I wrestled. I was like, oh, you mean last year's show? I was like, I was at that one too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was cool to see Garrett. God, he's ripped. And uh, little Way J was there. So it was cool to see uh, Way J running around playing. Um, let's see. Uh, our boy, uh, another friend of the show, which we need to have on again. And I told him, I think, 15 times, like, dude, we owe you one. We owe you one. It's Dave <laughs> McClay. Happy duo. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't I didn't think you guys liked it. I was like, no, no, no. That was our stream yard uh <laughs> escapade. So for those <laughs> in the archives, you'll definitely know which four episodes we're talking about when we say stream yard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, you'll know which one we're talking about, talking about, talking about, talking about. Because we had a bad <laughs> echo problem during those episodes. But uh <laughs> yeah, once again, shout out Mike on that. <laughs> Good yeah, looking. Great out. idea. Glad you picked it. <laughs> 
yeah, I mean, uh, so shout out to Dave. You know, uh, <laughs> the funny thing is they gave away <laughs> they gave away a thousand dollars. Was like what Dave won. So when he's on speakerphone with his wife, he's like, "Yeah, honey, and I just won five hundred dollars." First, he said, "I won some money." First, he said some money. Then, then she's like, "Well, how much?" He's like, "Uh, five hundred." <laughs> so we all got a good kick out of that. Uh, <clears throat> that's, I'm, I'm so proud of him too, man. That was an emotional deal. That was. Yeah, because he that was like the first time he's seen his dad in three years and stuff, man. It was unreal. His dad was there too. Like, I mean, with the Tiger Kid thing in Huntsville, and then with the Dave thing, like at this, like you really can't write that stuff, you know. And it's just as a Allison shout out friend of the show, as she was saying on a last night on the Pop Guy Wednesday Zoom, she's like that Conrad Dust man. There's something magical about Conrad. It really is. And I got to. Talked to Conrad quite a bit, uh, you know, over the weekend. It was cool to actually like talk to the Podfather himself, you know. Definitely. Cassio was awesome. Uh, one of my biggest highlights, and uh, you know, I got I'll just say it. We were doing that Hulk Hogan trivia thing, and Hogan comes up there and makes an appearance, and my allergies hit hard. <laughs> I teared up in front of 30 fucking people because mm. I'm like just staring at him like fuck, and I know. You know, That's I our know childhood, that, man. Yeah, yeah like jealousy. whatever, yeah. whatever recent things and all that stuff. It is what it is. I'm I not talking about that. You, but, I know it. Yeah. That's a hero. I was like, holy fuck! Like he's the reason we all still what we all watched. We all still watch. Like there he is in the flesh. And I just remember, like, I mean, hell, I got fucking three Hulk Hogan figures right here. <laughs> you know, and uh, this is gonna you know get a little a uh, little emotional, but like I saw him and it was just like a full circle moment. And the first thing I thought of was like me and my dad fucking watching wrestling, cheering the bag, like, come on, Hulk, come on, you know, and he makes that fucking comeback. He's like, starts hulking up and does a goo. And I was just like, imagine like me and my dad, like as a kid. And it was fucking awesome. My, you know, my dad goes to all the Top Guy weekends with me. So it was like, I was like, you know, like it kind of, it, it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was really awesome. Uh, shout out to the pops, Randy. I saw Hulk Hogan this weekend, man. <laughs> you know, like look, look at us, you know, look, look us. And then, uh, yeah, hey, this is awesome. Like, baby. Together, I, you don't break him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immediately thought of the pops, man. I was like, fuck yeah. And uh, you know, it brings me around to like, how cool have the last three years been? You know, like it made me think of, like all the ad free shows and like, you know, because I really, I was kind of getting back into wrestling, listening to Bruce's podcast, and when the ad free shows thing happened, jumped on board and. What a ride. <laughs> you know, I've seen wrestling all over the nation. I've met awesome people. We started a fucking podcast. We're doing pretty good. Shout out Ireland still. That's <laughs> yeah, nuts. <laughs> but Can't fall out of favor with them for some reason. <laughs> shout out. I love it. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> fucking got to see Brutus come out there. Fucking Cassio got punched by Ronnie Garvin. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry I missed that, man. I went to go see Rhea Ripley. Yeah, uh, I hear you. Mike, Mikey, or Mikey, Mike C and Pauly B, you know, fucking, I think awesome. I was suited seeing Pauly B. Like, I just talked his ear off and I was like, hey, it's so awesome to see you. It's so awesome to see you, man. We got to get a picture. We got to get a picture. I think I asked him for a picture like 20 times. I was hey, just he's tall, up. huh? Huh? He's tall. Way tall. Yeah, you're tall. Mike's, Mike's, <laughs> I Mike's Yoda is into everything, man. He was, he was Yoda all was up cool. to do whatever. He was 
kicking it, answering a shitload of questions. We even got him like how referee shirt. I took I wasn't thinking about it until somebody's like, Hey, since you got your shirt, you should get him to sign it. And I was like, Okay, shit. That I was a referee shirt. That was fucking awesome. Adam got his shirt signed by Mike Kyoto. Yeah, that one right there. So badass. I think I was fanboying out heavy watching Kyoto sign. I was like, how fucking cool is that? <laughs> you know? Oh man. Yeah, Mike C. But I'll tell you what, that was jealous of the Hulk Hogan thing. It's like you said, that's why we're fans. And, I mean, he's bigger than life for me. I cried in front of 30 people, didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, holy fuck, that's yeah, that's. Like, I had a moment. I mean, I, I, I contained it, but <laughs> I was on that breaking point, man. I was oh, boy, I, I tried to contain it, tried to contain it. My plus one, Brandon, looks at me. He's like, damn, you for real? And I was like, yeah, dude, this is huge. Like, this is fucking huge. I man. wrote... I wrote a paper of he's my hero in fourth grade. I turned it in. <laughs> Dude, I remember being about, I remember being five years old in my room because I had the curtains, the the you know, the comforter, and I would, you know, doing the poses and oh yeah thing with my ears and you know, did all that, man. I had a slam buddy. I had a Hogan slam buddy. Yes. That one in uh it was either Macho Man or Ultimate Warrior. Hey, my LGN figures are broken because I played with them that often. <laughs> yes. I bought my new ones. They're broken. My mom, my mom loves to tell the story. My first words were Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, so, nice. that's how big he was. When he turned heel, I was legit pissed, and I watched every week for him to get his comeuppance. And Sting, like that's still one of the greatest years of wrestling, in my opinion. But yeah, man, uh, what a fun time! Fucking just kicking it, fellowshipping, you know. And I told everybody like. Because, you know, like, obviously I've bitched about my job enough on this podcast, but I was fucking ready for that vacation. Ever since we left Huntsville, I was like, January, January. It's all I kept thinking. Every time, like, life kind of got down, you know, January, January. Just let's go to January. Let's go to January. Going to make it to January. And it was fucking incredible. Oh, man. Awesome. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, yeah. Kicking it with everybody. I drank, I don't know, 100 beers in three days. I'm pretty sure. I was, <laughs> I, I could have, I drank so much, I could have got like three people drunk <laughs> with how much I drank. But man, it was just awesome. See, meeting people, shout out Genesis. <laughs> Cause that was funny. I was just standing in Hogan's Beach shop and this girl like walks up next to me and just stares at me and goes, Hey. And I just turn, I'm like, Hey. And they're like, You don't know who that is, dude. I'm like, No. <laughs> Why would you? Adam was like, That's Genesis. I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> Some girl, you know, the D'Angelo brothers got to kick it with both of them. Marcus and Dominic got a picture with them. Uh, you know, one of them put me on their Instagram story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, getting famous over there. I see. Oh, shit, trying. I think uh, I. We got to talk to Marcus a lot too about the Jake and Snake podcast and how it is. Just interviewing with him, talking with him. You know, just it, it was awesome. Just listening to him talk about Jake. And yeah. uh, when Hogan came up there, like I was watching, then I look over and I see this camera pointing directly at our table, like because they were shooting something. I see a camera pointing directly at our table, and I'm in my blue uh, kick out crew shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of inching <laughs> over, like at the camera. And I did put up my hands, and they were kind of shaking. I looked dead at the camera, looked at my hands. So they got to put that part on there. And KOC, baby, right across the chest, brother. You know. And then Hogan's like. 
I may end up uh, entering number 30. And I was like, you got one more in you. And you can yeah. hear my ass yell that. If y'all watch that video, that's me <laughs> yelling that in the background. And, and then he uh, freaking starts to rumble off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Man, it was just, it was a lot of fun, man. It was a, uh, it was a good, well-needed break from, uh, you know, the stresses of life. I got to sit back and relax as uh, we like to say on here. And, uh, you know, the only reason I got to have that experience is guess what? Every time we got pinned down, kicked out at two. And some would say that is the spirit of Tampa. Awesome. I'm glad you guys had a good time, really. That was fucking epic. Even talking about Hogan on the way home, I was like, yeah, that was really cool. Brain's like, you gotta cry again. <laughs> I was like, it, it, it's Hogan. It did yeah. suck not having y'all with us, though. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me makes me uh get excited for uh the next adventure. Rumor has it, you know. Rumor has it that uh we could be Waterloo bound. And uh your boy, I don't even know if I told y'all this, your boy is gonna have a plaque uh by the time we get to Waterloo, because I bought that fucking lockdown membership thing like last week. Awesome. That's great to hear, man. Fantastic. Yeah, she, uh, the some lady sent me text was like, what do you want your plaque to say? And I was like, uh, I just put just my name, you know. <laughs> Kick out crew, motherfucker. Make sure they spell it right. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> Should have put Kick out crew. My bad. <laughs> you gotta sign up for another one now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, maybe we walk into Waterloo. You can see old James's plaque up there. I'll uh, when I go, I'll make sure to point at it. If you're not there. Oh, but I hope to see. Better. I Me hope and my see. dad better be there for a Schiavone, you know. I was about to say, yeah, I, I better see you out there, though. I want to be there for Tony. Shivani means a lot to me too. He's part of this three-year journey. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it just what a crazy ride these past three years have been, you know. And none of it happens without like wrestling. None of it. <laughs> wrestling what changed my life as an adult. <laughs> Straight up did. So and it's cool. Got to meet y'all. Started this, met a bunch of amazing people. Like, there's people I hang out with in my daily life. Little, uh, you know, could be a little shady. They may throw you under the bus at any given opportunity. You never really can trust people. But with my wrestling friends, I can vent to to any of them about anything. Absolutely. Lord knows y'all are on the receiving end of a bunch of them. <laughs> you know, and I appreciate it. But, yeah, man, it's just how fucking cool. You know, like, so it's just fun stuff, man. I really dug it, and it was just awesome. But you know what else is awesome? <laughs> the second match? <laughs> well, well, are we going to go to the second match? Yeah, let's do it, bud. Hell yeah. It is Big Show versus Mark Henry for the World Heavyweight Championship from Vengeance, or GEA as I graphic shows, from <laughs> Vengeance in 2011. It took place... October 23rd, 2011, from the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. So I'm jumping in here for a minute, because this (laughs) doesn't make any sense to me. We're in San Antonio, Texas, and you have all of these trees in front of this building, okay? Beautiful trees, right? Beautiful. The part that makes no sense to me, because we'll go to picture number two here, it's all parking lot around it. This is all concrete. And then you have this little tree part right up front here where you have these random patches of grass and everything. What is this for? <laughs> you're in Texas. Yes, it's very hot. You want some shade. But you're going in in like a couple minutes. What's the point? 
You know what's funny is that you kind of set us up for this, right? And I was looking at this building like I didn't know where you were going. But that now first picture looks badass. Oh, I mean, let's look at this first picture again. All these trees, so beautiful, so majestic. And then go, you look at the spurs, go. And then go, the second spurs. picture makes you goes, oh, it's all concrete. It's clearly just trying to sucker you in to go into the building. Timmy D. Sorry. Huge Tim Duncan fan. <laughs> Yeah, that first picture it looks almost awesome. Looks fake. And then you, it almost you looks just fake. zoomed that one, and it looks yeah. It looks like something you could like, uh, you know, play miniature golf on. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree with that. But it just makes, like I said, you see all these trees and this grass, and then it's like all concrete around it to serve no purpose. Yeah, but if it was just a building with a bunch of cars, it'd be like, oh, this building, it's plain, it sucks. I mean, maybe, but like, name an, like most arenas don't have stuff like this around them. They're just no, here's the parking lot. Like here's your arena. It, the trees are there to help you breathe better. I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I just imagine like these trees, like oh, it's 150 degrees in Texas, so with the pavement, all those trees have to be just a lot know, of watering going on. A lot of watering. <laughs> yes. True. So yeah, I I just have to bring this up because it just blows my mind. Like, it looks, makes no like it sense. You off. Yeah. Every you picture. About it, brother. I have been. I've been thinking about this since I was looking up pictures for this. Going, this makes no sense at all. No reason for this. No, it doesn't make sense. Wimbanyama, let's go, baby. He looks like a fucking alien. That dude is so. And he's a badass. Oh yeah, he is, man. Oh, he he is, is great. Up the Spurs can. Up the Spurs can put a fucking team around him because he's he's legit and he's young. He's like nineteen or twenty or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a sight to see. <laughs> Speaking of big shows, you know. There it is. You know what was a sight to see? This match. And it had 8,000 in attendance. And uh, it had a, a buy rate of 121,000. You can Not tell those some lean years for the old WWE. <laughs> uh, had a match length of 12 minutes and 50 seconds. And guess what? Melty Melts and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> Get ready for this. Three and a quarter stars. Wow. What? We've we've covered some bangers, and this asshole has gave them like a star and a half. <laughs> and then uh, three and a quarter on this one. That was generous. Well, that's very generous. I, I don't know if that's fair, Adam. I mean, I, there is a story being told in this match, and I, I appreciate that he even notices that because there's a lot going on here. So let's get into it. Big show entrance, completely different looking guy this time, isn't he? Uh, isn't he Mike? I'm sorry. Isn't he James? <laughs> Yeah, he is. Uh, you want to do the build up to the match? Let's do the build up first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How did we get there? Adam? Yeah. <laughs> There's an outline that you made, man. I got confused. What happened? <laughs> That's I'll be awful. happy, more than happy to do the build for you. Oh, I'm sorry, pal. All right. So back in June of 2011, the big show got in some trouble for putting his hands on Alberto Del Rio. Um, because they were supposed to square off in capital punishment. But Teddy Long decided to teach Big Show a lesson. And stuck Cut out in the back. Hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before the match could even officially start, the Big Show attacked Mark Henry with a kick, several punches, and even knees to the head. Mark Henry was wheeled out on the stretcher and said he suffered a concussion. You can so stand up and walk by. It's not that big of a deal. So two days later, at Capital Punishment, Mark Henry appeared and attacked Big Show before the start of the match with Del Rio delivering a world's strongest slam through the announcer's table 
and consequently costing a big show of the match. So the few picked up when the big show of the music played distracted Mark Henry long enough for him to lose his number one contendership. So the two faced off at Monday the Bank, where Mark Henry picked up the win, celebrated by crushing the big show's foot with a chair, injuring him and keeping him off TV for almost four months. So during that time, Mark Henry defeated Sheamus, Randy Orton at Night of Champions, becoming his first for his the first time him winning the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And he ended up beating him again at Hell of the Cell. And then the SmackDown after that, Big Show comes back and says, I want my title shot. And that's where we are. We got Big Show versus Mark Henry. Harukin. <laughs> Great job, Adam. Yeah. All right, there he is. There Big he Show is. entrance. He looks completely <laughs> completely different, doesn't he, uh, James? <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Uh, Here's the question twice. I do kind of like that uh that beanie, the toboggan thing. I kind of think that's pretty cool. Where do you think he uh, gets that made at? Huh? Well, that's pretty. I mean, he's got a big ass head. <laughs> right. It was <laughs> like, probably a sweater, and they just <laughs> you know grabbed it on his head. I dig it. Uh, you know, his little redemption tour coming back from you know getting his leg smashed or whatever. So yeah, I like it. All right, we got a Mark Henry entrance. Uh. Brian, how do you like the whole presentation with the music and everything? I think that theme song is very underrated. It is a banger, as the kids like to say. Mm. What are the words? Like, somebody's going to get their ass kicked or something like that? Yeah. Somebody's going to get their wig split. And it, they had the song made by 3-6 Mafia right after they had won an Academy Award. So it just made it yeah, feel that much that bigger. Trick. Just made it feel that much bigger and then it made him more distinguishable that you knew when that music hit, things were going to get serious with this character. Yeah, I like it too, for sure. James, who are you for a pimp. Sorry, I had to. Hustle and Flow, great movie. Absolutely. It is a great movie. And who are the announcers? Glad you asked. It is uh, Booker T, Michael Cole, and Jerry the King Lawler. Shout out to them, all the people behind them. Yeah, Cole Cabana shirt. Right? Yeah, Cole Cabana shirt. Um. I don't know what that guy's doing with his hands. That dude, uh, the dude with the little, uh, whatever you call that thing, right? the soul patch thing, whatever. Yeah. When later on in the match, you know, Mark Henry does something. That dude's like, you're a quitter. You're a quitter. And you can hear him <laughs> loud as fucking audio. Like, it was funny. <laughs> Adam, who's the... really excited, don't they? They do. Who's the referee, Adam? Uh, a man by the name of Chad Patton. Very nice. Uh. Brian, knowing the size of these guys before watching this, did you think they were capable of having a good match? Uh, truthfully, no. Uh, Mark no, Henry's not, not a three-star match. No. Not a three-star match, absolutely. Uh, Mark Henry at this point was still not known for having decent matches, let alone a good match. And Big Show, at this point in his career, was past his prime and was just kind of used as that help getting a guy over roll. Mm-hmm. So they lock up real life friends here. Uh, James, any friends of yours that you would fight regularly while you were growing up? But not really. That's a strange. Hey, what's up, bud? Well, it was a mic. It was a mic question. It was a mic I mean, like question. Wrestling around, yeah, I guess, but not like. 
<laughs> I guess, I, yeah. I, I had relatives that we'd fight like that, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know which one of you to pick, and I just Well, the way to... you were talking is like, uh, <laughs> I, I just went straight up to, like, fist punch, like, fights. Like, we'd wrestle around. We had our own little wrestling uh, federation growing up, homemade belts and stuff. But this lockup, these are two large-ass dudes going in for lockup. Like, just want to point that out. <laughs> Big Show punching the hell out of Henry. Henry leaves the ring. Big Show um, throws Henry in the ring. Headbutt. Super kick to the jaw. Looks good here, but does the ref not know how to count, Adam? Oh, he's still learning. I mean, you want to get him to that? <laughs> can, we, can we talk about the sweet form of the super kick from the Big Show? Like, right? look at this. Full extension, everything. Professional. Young Bucks throw, learned well. Throw the hand up because that counter, you know, counterbalances you. I don't see nobody slapping no fives in that picture. Boom. There it is. <laughs> James, how does someone as big as show move around the ring so good? I mean, he, th this guy's just a gold mine, isn't he? That would have been a better question for the last match. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, he is, uh, you know, obviously uh, just shitting and getting it, you know. Because here's the thing, like, with a dude that big, like, both of these guys uh, actually – it may be slow on the takeoff, but once you get them rolling, better get the fuck off the tracks when that train's moving, you know? This is 15 years later from the other match. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still in there doing it's it. Crazy to think. And he just wrestled on Jericho's cruise. The Dapper Yapper hands Mark Henry the title. Shout out. <laughs> but show breaks it up. I mean, now they're both on the outside. Mark Henry attacks the legs. Body slam the big show. Uh, with ease. Holy hell. I mean, freaking A. Unbelievable. Uh, Henry there, look, there's, you know, everybody talks about Hogan slamming Andre. Mark Henry picked him up, turned him, and slammed him. Yeah, it was I incredible. Mean, picked him up, turned him, and then dropped him. Hogan just kind of, whoop. Mark and Henry. They said 441 pounds. That's how you slam somebody, man. That way, I was just, I'd hate to piss off Mark Henry. Yeah, he and he is a nice guy, so you piss him off, right? Yeah. And his son is woo. I think his son's a senior this year, maybe just graduated yeah. or something. I think he's a little taller than Mark Henry. Grief. That kid is something else too. Absolutely. Henry drops the shoulder. Mark Henry dropping his weight on the the legs and ankles. So Brian, do you do these guys remind you of Evan Bourne like the King said? I didn't like when he King said that. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm waiting for like Big Show now. Now I want Mark Henry to do a shooting star press really badly. <laughs> like I just want to see him go for it and just see what happens. Yeah, I heard that. I was like, "Oh, uh, Mark Henry with a leg submission." Show selling it really, really, really well. But are they keeping you, James? Are they keeping you engaged with this long submission hold? Well, better than when it was when it was like take one hit, powder out to the ring, take one hit, go out to the ring, like or out of the ring, you know. I think this, granted, it is a little uh, a little slowish, but I think it big. I think it does keep the attention more than take a hit, roll under the ring, oh, blah, 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 blah. like because I kind of get they get a little old sometimes. So yeah, I kind of like this uh, actual doing a move in a wrestling match. Crazy. I thought I I totally agree. I I actually think it did keep me engaged, but yeah, I I was really wanted your honest opinion there, and you gave it to me, and that was that was a that was a good answer. Um, it takes it effort to lie, Brad, and I'm lazy. <laughs> Adam, as a referee, are you worried about uh, the ring holding up with such with such behemoths in the ring? Oh no, some of them. I mean, if it was a ring that I first traded in, hell yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let Mark Henry get in there by himself. 
That's funny. So the story of the leg is being told here, isn't it, Bryant? Absolutely. You got to chop the big show down to size somehow. Yeah, he's twisting the leg and the ankle. Show kicks him off. They run into each other like two rams. And now the ref is counting. Thank God for that. Uh, They're fighting from their knees, headbutts. So, James, do you think they called this whole thing in the ring? Or do you think they planned it ahead of time? Very good question. Honestly, uh, you would think that they would have to know some of the spots going in. But I would assume that even when they got in there, they're like, hey, we're going to do this. Hey, now do this. They'll do this, you know. But maybe you need to go back and watch the Botchamania. Shout out Matthew, because to see if they talk too much, you know. I, I bet they called the the heat spot and the uh, the hope spot. I bet that's about all they called. Everything else was in the ring. I agree. I, I think some of it, mix of it. I don't think all of it, you know, but uh... – I mean, they're two pros. They've been in the business a long time, and they're yeah, friends. I mean, they just had a couple of things. I know they wanted to hit on everything else. Was... And it's yeah. not a super – it actually is a pretty long match for them, but it's not It's not 25 minutes, you know? Yeah. And so it is a pay-per-view, so you got to kind of, you know, at least get to double-digit minutes on a pay-per-view. Shoulder blocks by show, body slam show, raises the hand. That was not good. Um, <laughs> choke slam, but Mark Henry kicks out. We don't see him uh, do that too much, do we, James? That was a good choke slam, man. I was about to, that was a damn good choke slam. Yeah. I liked it. it but yeah, uh, here's the thing though, like, because they said that like kicking out of the you know power slam or whatever, and then kicking out of the choke slam and stuff. You know, as big dudes, you you kind of have to kick out of those moves, don't you? Compared to like if if they were wrestling like average size, quote quote, even though they're all yoked, average size guy. Like as a big guy, when you slam them, like you kind of gonna have to kick out you know at least of the first one like an evan Bourne. you were on that <laughs> I, I just thought i mean listen they're big guys and they're athletic but evan we're not in the same game here it was just funny yeah. though but i know he didn't i know he was kind of half kidding big show trying for the knockout punch but mark henry counters with uh the world's strongest slam kick out show now that was even a tough move to pull off for mark henry wasn't it adam I mean, he got him up or he didn't hold him up for long, but you're talking about close to 400 feet of pounds. Yeah. He got him up pretty easily. So Mark Henry says, what? <laughs> what? I thought that was pretty funny. Mark Henry, Henry climbing to the top, which you knew wasn't going to go well. The big show choke slams him off. Kick out Mark Henry. Crowd's starting to get into it now. Now big show going to the top. I mean, Adam, I want to go back to you on this. Is this, is this to help them with the tossing around? Now say that one more time. So they went up to the top rope twice. Yeah. Is this help? Is this giving them some leverage, like some help tossing them? Well, I mean, it kind of builds up to something big, you know, like uh, okay, well, one tried it, well, the other guy tried it. Well, if this ain't gonna work, it, it just kind of builds up to something greater coming up because a regular choke slam ain't gonna work. Well, hell, we'll try a choke slam from the top. That didn't work, so we gotta go for something even bigger. So it's kind of building up to something marvelous. That we, that we see happen later. So now here it is. The move of the night. Suplex off the top by Mark Henry. And the ring breaks. The crowd is on fire for this. On fire. Both men out. I mean, guys, this is a worker shoot. You tell me. I, I just watched 30 minutes in the ring and they didn't break. 
<laughs> That's what I gotta say about it. What'd you say, Adam? You didn't oh, speak. You know, I mean, see, you know, good way. Yeah, I know. I love it though. <laughs> so, I mean, if you can't tell, then that you don't know what to say. I mean, Adam, how long is it gonna take to set this ring back up? Oh, uh, they're not gonna worry about it because the next match doesn't get to use the ring. Okay, well then, thanks for not answering that. <laughs> well, it's usually, usually putting it up doesn't take as long as taking it down. Hey, so announcers seem lost. Doctors, referees, stretchers everywhere. I mean, this is an attraction, not a five star match. Of course, it's an attraction match, but that suplex off the top is a five star move. I'm sorry, it is. So I just had to throw that out there. That is two big men doing something really risky the, and pulling it off and getting this amazing. crowd real freaking excited. That's Look why that this. Crowd. That's why this match is three and a half stars because of that move. I'm telling you right now. Oh, absolutely. It's all that. That's the only reason why. I thought it was three and a half stars because they brought out the stretcher and realized this ain't going to (laughs) work. So then they bring out that fucking cart thing and the dude almost Austin Powers himself trying to turn it around. (laughs) Golf cart. Chad Patton sold pretty good too, man. Going down and boom. So golf cart with the flatbed for show. Um, all right, so uh, d- just a disclaimer, guys. We 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 kind of talked about this ahead of time. Look, we know there's some stuff going on in the news right now with um, Johnny Laurinaitis, Vince McMahon, and Brock Lesnar. We're going to continue to do our show. We don't condone anything that happened. We, um, of course, show have respect for anybody that uh, was affected by this, and we are not making fun of it in any way. But Johnny Laurinaitis was part of this story, and we are going to just bring him up. So Teddy Long and John Laurinaitis out there, holla, playa, people power, EMT with his best Beatles haircut. <laughs> just i guess i just wrote that <laughs> so the guy driving the golf cart did one of those austin powers things where he tried to back it up no. yeah. back it up forward <laughs> back it up forward right there in the middle of the water oh that part i was like yeah. two miles an hour and he's standing there trying to get run over because no, he drove in there forward then he had to turn it around and he goes backwards forward trying to turn the thing around it reminds me of austin powers oh yeah, how funny is it. that original austin powers my god oh, when i great. first saw that I, I i i was dying i watched wayne's world again last week it was so good <laughs> so the uh like i said this is um this is pretty drawn out for a while i mean did, did it did they go on a little too long here bryant I think so. I think uh, they could have probably sped it up a little bit, but I understand you want to create that dramatic effect of, you know, what just happened in the ring. And even with Mark Henry getting out of the ring, throwing everybody off and then just collapsing like a couple times in the aisle way. I'm like, okay, like let's, let's get him back there already. Yeah. He's a heel for sure here. Fall yeah. all over the place. Um, and again, John, John Laurinaitis uh, talks. It, it was, that was not good, but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gonna say that, but not good. It so was anyway, crazy that they had one more match to go. It's kind of like, what are they going to do about this match? I mean, and it shouldn't be the last match. That's happen, anyway. right? You got to main event that match because of that. Like, yeah. Uh, well, I understand what they did. It was, uh, you know, count of 10, you got it. It's last man standing. So that could, the match could go anywhere. So I understand why they had that, that type of match. It would have been just a regular, you know, one fall, whatever regular match, it wouldn't have happened. But I think yeah. the only reason why they did that here is because they knew they had a they had a, a last man standing match last. So guys, that's they it for the match. Um, oh, shout out to the ring crew because they're probably like, hey, like thirty minutes of our work's done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's already <Yes>. loosened up. <laughs> so I'm gonna go to the questions now, guys, and I'm actually turning one of them into a semi segment because I did the research. So shout out to Coach Keith, who says, so, yeah, can, we, this weekend too. 
Can we find out how many face and heel turns the Big Show went through? And has he had more turns at Big Show or Natalia? So hey, before before we, we should all guess the number before. Do you know the number? I wrote them all down, and I'm going to go through them one at a time. Oh, oh God, God, this is going to be great. So 1995, uh, the Giant debuts WCW as a heel with the Dungeon of Doom. 1996, by default, he becomes the 1996 uh, face, the 1996 WCW champion against the NWO. 1996 again, he becomes a heel and betrays the WCW and joins the NWO. 1996, (laughs) he turns face and wants to wrestle Hogan for the title. 1998, heel, joins the NWO. 1999, babyface after a finger poke of doom and was just pissed off about it. Correct me if I'm wrong on some of this, uh, uh, Bryant, but uh, because I didn't get into too much detail. I just think it's funny, though. In 1999, yeah. he joins the WWF as a heel for the St. Valentine's Day Massacre debut. Debut. 1999 again, he, he is a uh, babyface, takes out McMahon at WrestleMania 15. 1999 again, he is a heel, teams with Taker, the Unholy Alliance. Yet again, 1999, <laughs> turns face, <laughs> WWE title winner, replacing Steve Austin. 2000, he becomes a heel. Injustice at the Rumble feuds with The Rock. 2000 again, face, <laughs> comedy act, parodies Piper and Hogan. 2000 again, he becomes a heel and attacks The Undertaker and then joins OVW. How about joins that? OVW? Yeah, well, he is demoted to OVW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2001, he becomes face because of the WCW invasion. 2002, he turns heel and joins the NWO. 2002, he turns face and is for only reason is he's traded to SmackDown. Yep. 2002, he becomes a heel and sides with Paul Heyman. Survivor Series. 2004, he becomes a face and fused with Kurt Angle. 2006, he becomes a heel and sides with Paul Heyman again. 2008, he turns face. He just had time away and comes back at No Way Out. And he's a face now. 2008, he becomes a heel for Floyd Mayweather. 2008, (laughs) he becomes a face, and we're not sure why. (laughs) 2008, he is a heel. Turns on Taker. Affair with Vicky Guerrero. 2009, beats Jericho to earn and becomes face to earn a spot at bragging rights pay-per-view 2009 turns heel at bragging rights (laughs) turns on team raw it's fucking ridiculous 2010 face turn face because he turns on miz 2012 he'll turn to get his job back from johnny ace 2013 turns face aligns with sheamus and orton against the shield 2013 turns heel lost to the shield turns to the dark side 2013, he turns face, stands up to the authority. 2014, turns heel, rejoins the authority. 2015, face helps um, against the helps uh, facing the Wyatts. 2018, turns heel, puts Kofi through a table. 2018, turns face, face off against the uh, fell out of favor with the bar. You you know the bar, the tag team. Yep. 
Oh, I thought it was like yeah. yeah, right. yeah. I, I had a, I read it twice too, James. <laughs> 2020 heel to face um, Drew McIntyre as a replacement in WrestleMania for the COVID era, yep. and 2020 turns face because he helped uh, for some reason helped the Viking Raiders. Uh, I don't have any of the AEW stuff because I think he's been mostly a commentator, but I would say he's mostly a face with some edge. Yep, face with some but, edge there. Yeah. Um, and that was good God. That was fun. <laughs> I went to what? the bathroom with pieces of drink and everything, thinking you'd, <laughs> you'd be done. That is unbelievable. So yes, he's had more than Natalia. I, but I did not. I did not do the Natalia ones because it was it wasn't as readily available. But I mean, Natalia turned the three times at least last year. But he's done five in a year. Oh, he's <laughs> instead a, yeah. of instead of the instead of the man of a thousand holds, it's the man of a thousand turns. I mean, yeah. the same year. The bragging rights thing cracked me up. It was <laughs> literally like a month. Oh, all right. I like that... I was like, gets traded, face. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, all right. Uh, I know I could have gone in a little more detail, but we uh, we only have a three hour show we'd, tonight. Right? We'd have we'd have been here all night. Yeah, we'd have been here all night. So uh, that was fun, though. I appreciate that, Keith. Um, so I, I had fun doing that. So uh, Josh Henney wants to know. He wants to know the evolution of his hair and weight. I did all the research on this. Right. <laughs> Look, he had that disease uh i don't know when he got it fixed but he still he got fixed growing. what he got it fixed when he was young uh, okay it was still while he was in high school but he fixed. still gets he still looks like he's getting bigger everywhere you know what i mean so <laughs> well, and that was part of that was well, actually part of the demotion. that's part of it james that's one of the organs <laughs> yeah that was actually part of the demotion in 2000 when he got sent to obw is because he'd gained too much weight and they sent him to obw as a way to help him lose weight and get back into shape they had a buzz cut I did like the long hair as the giant. I thought that looked pretty good. Yeah. So, anybody else have anything on that? Uh, I liked it. Thanks, Josh Henny. Hope you're feeling good, man. Well, can we talk about Kurt shooting him with a trank gun so that way he could shave his head? <laughs> I forget this shit. I mean, so much stuff happened with the big show. Yeah. All oh, right. Wait so, the boss man driving off uh, with the cop with his dad oh, at the funeral. Oh, man. Yeah. What a what a career that fucker should have a podcast. <laughs> so oh, all I can think about is the story Kurt Angle told us. So Brian, I'm gonna read Bober's question. I think I have it somewhat right here, but you're gonna know because you just know shit. Please discuss how Big Show was fired twice in the same city about a year apart. So I looked it up. Uh, Johnny Laurinaitis fires Big Show May 14, 2012, for making fun of his voice. And Stephanie McMahon fires Big Show on October 7, 2013, basically for falling out of favor with the authority. Or they, they were calling him a loser, like he lost a step. Yes. Is there more that I'm missing? No. Uh, so the Lauren Ides thing was to set up the uh, match with John Cena. Uh, so they had Big Show come in, and then he Big Show was going to help him part of the heel turn for another heel turn. And then, yeah, the Stephanie one was because of the authority. And then help kind of bring him back in and then that's how we would face randy orton for the title uh survivor series okay all right I so you might have found out stuff you need to find out and they fired him so uh ben jones would the character of captain insano from the movie Waterboy have worked in the wwe and if so what era would be best for it oh the late 80s man fighting hogan oh dude hogan versus that. captain insano I don't know. He could have fit in in that uh, early '90s WWE, like the, the heavy gimmick era. I think he would have been great at that too, because especially yeah. paying him off as that giant, they're been great. I love Captain Insano. I Captain love... Insano shows no mercy. 
Has Shawn Michaels ever super kicked Big Show? Because that'd be like a fucking way high kick. I what, think what, when, Bob Bryant, could he could he do it, Bryant? I, he <laughs> has done it because when he does it, Big Show leans over so that way he can hit him. <laughs> he, duck, he ducks his chin, unlike what Cassio didn't do. <laughs> Hands of uh, stone, baby. He felt that Roddy Garvin punch. <laughs> so there's two questions here. I'm gonna I'm gonna read them both because they're similar. Alex Wheaton and Ben Jones. Ben Jones writes, what role did he play better, babyface or heel? And Alex Wheaton says, do you guys think the traditional babyface role actually worked for Big Show and Mark Henry? To the casual wrestling fan, do you think it's hard for them to feel sympathy for a giant or the world's strongest man? So I wanted to put those together because I feel like we're going to be answering them similarly. Sim- yeah. similarly. Uh, <laughs> Anyone? Shout out Alex Wheaton. Met him this weekend too. Yeah, cool guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think the, he's better off as heel, and I think they both are better off as heel because Mark Henry's just a big badass, and it's hard to get sympathy for a seven foot four guy, you know, when he's going up against like a Shawn Michaels or something because he looks like the big boss at the end of the game. You got to destroy to get the gold ring or to the castle or whatever it is. So I think he's always been need to be heel. Never should have been a babyface. I don't agree. Um, I think uh, a giant, like an Andre the Giant, for instance, for me, uh, he was a hero of mine. And it was only when he was a good guy that he was a hero of mine. When he became, when he turned on Hogan, I didn't like him anymore. And I liked him as that gentle giant that basically was good to everybody, but took care of business when he had to. And I feel the same way about the big show. And my son, when he was little, loved the big show because he was the biggest. That's why. And he, and he was nice. But yeah. I mean, at least some of the time, right? <laughs> he probably couldn't keep up. So, uh, and then Mark Henry, I mean, sexual chocolate was the guy, right? That's hilarious. I love that. (laughs) That was so fun for him. And you could tell he had fun with it. And that's the thing. If you embrace it and do it to what your fullest capacity. That was his idea, I believe. He's the one that pitched it to Vince. And Vince's like, no, no, no. Right. I think he finally let him do it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. What do you think, uh, James? I think, uh, because I kind of think like heel because he's so big, but then. Sometimes, like, you cheer that, like you said, like, like this big-ass dude, like, I'm going to cheer for him to beat everybody up, <laughs> you know? So, I can see both of it. Uh, speaking of that sexual chocolate thing, uh, Seth Rollins had an interview where he kind of said, like, hey, you know, you're giving this, and you better do it to your fucking fullest ability, your potential. Don't bitch and moan, like, your typecast is that. Do that. And uh, with that sexual chocolate thing, you know? I, even though it was his idea, like you're giving that ball, you better fucking run with it, you know? Yeah. Brian, did you have an opinion on this? Oh, I was just saying, I, I agree. I mean, I, I think Big Show is uh, a rare exception where he can do both. Like mm-hmm. he he was he was good in both he roles. And <laughs> right? Itself. I mean, you expl- you outlined it perfectly. He can do it both. And I think that's a huge thing. For in him. the same well, night. <laughs> well, everybody yeah. talks shit about the, the many faces of Big Show, but we were cheering him and booing him a lot. Like we're part I of did. that. <laughs> you exactly. Know? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Randy Alcarai has a question. Shut out. Had he continued, had big show continued, or uh, Paul White continued his basketball career. Do you think he could have impacted the NBA, even though they say his athleticism wasn't good enough? And yes, he played Northern Oklahoma college before Wichita state. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. You got to throw that in there. Well, you know, oh, you yeah. look at someone like Shaquille O'Neal, who's uh, obviously a giant man. And if you look at his early days, he was awkward, you know, and, who knows? You know, I mean, he obviously Big Show was very athletic. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's NBA worthy, but Shaq was a badass. Well, let's look at this guy. Look at this guy here. Look at that athleticism, number fifty there. I mean, 
God, he's not he's that much guy. taller than that he's guy. He's not much taller than these guys that are on this team. This is a great team. Because <laughs> that guy's like, that guy's going to be 6'8", six, 6'10", six, right? Could you imagine them like watching them walk on the court and be like, well, got our hands full today, boys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, being on I the mean, he's obviously team. a center and he's going to oh, kill yeah. you. Because I was about to say, you sub out, you sub him out and then you just look at the next guy coming in who's not that much shorter. You're like, well, okay, never mind. We're not getting yeah. any better here. Everybody's built. Like, holy hell, this team, huh? Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I, don't, I don't know enough about his athleticism then, but I mean, well, I don't and, guy. but but you look at big guys in the NBA, they always falter knees, go out early. I mean, mm-hmm. I, they just sometimes they just can't handle the up and down and the physicality of the league. Yeah, that, so that I, really I don't know. kills your knees. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Bobby Duncan. I I, 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 am so, I am so ready for this question. Uh-oh. I told him to. Hey, Bobby, you think, your mama. Why do you think the Giant was granted a WCW title shot by run by Hogan? I agree with Bischoff that big men don't need titles because they are big men and Giants. So I'm going to tell you right now, Hogan saw money in him and wanted to work with him. And yeah. Hogan, Hogan was the guy with the title. That's why. He saw money. having memories of him and Andre. And I was oh, yeah. like, we, can, we made money, so why not make money? WrestleMania yeah. 3 made a few dollars, right? Yeah, right. Make money. Maybe not the same, oh. but pretty good. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Eric, you should let me throw that motherfucker off a building. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was. But I was first, we need you know, to have a fucking monster truck like push off. I'm sure Nash didn't throw that fucker trucks? off a building. <laughs> I'm sure Nash didn't mind working with him either. Yeah, he's uh he counts his dollars. Yeah. Shout out to his show last week, huh? Oh wow! Oh, come on, God. Wow. Yeah. Man, he had some things to say. Still love you, Kevin. No, still love you. But wow, wow. I had to tell all the guys to listen in right away. <laughs> and shout out to uh, that power bomb, huh? Good stuff. The old power yep. bomb of the old Paul White. Woo. Uh, all right. Final question is from Amy, and this is a doozy. It actually comes from uh, Andrew Hermes, but Amy shared it. What are five topics you can talk about for 30 minutes unprepared? So I wrote some down. I can talk about Kofi Kingston feud with Daniel Bryan for 30 minutes unprepared. I can talk about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl in the 2018 season every minute and every day. I can talk about the series lost at nauseum. I can talk about my children and I can talk about my wife. Oh, happy but true. That's cute. <laughs> See, those are two son of a bitch because you're like those are two defaults i don't get the luxury of using those defaults yeah. so well like, you can be oh, all wrestling I, actually, I thought about doing all wrestling but to actually think about five of them not like oh my my wife well, and my kids yeah, my kids <laughs> um college football flavor of the week <laughs> my refereeing I've got your penicillin shot, doctor, on a first name basis. Bob, I'm back. I haven't met anybody in years. What the hell are you talking about? Um, right, we didn't say date. Okay, so my kids, college football, um, wrestling, uh, the movie Steel Magnolias, <laughs> and Ninja Turtles. Steel Magnolias is my favorite all-time fucking movie. All right, I, about, I can tell you word for line for line, word for word. That's Great right. answer. Was not expecting that. <laughs> Everybody wants a black weed. What? 
We don't know it. <laughs> I don't know. Idea what you're talking we don't know. I've seen it, but I don't. I, I don't remember why. I can't quote it. Isn't Sally Field in there? There's a lot. Of, I think Julia Roberts. Yeah, is in. she's in. Julia Roberts in it. Yeah. And Julia Roberts dies, right? Spoiler. Spoiler. Oh, yeah, you guys see it, James? <laughs> yeah. I was actually yeah. gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is funny shit. It's an awesome movie, man. It's sad. Get the fuck out of here. All right, um, Adam or Bryant, please do better than that. But you can't. That was awesome. That was great. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I said, because uh, Amy sent this to me as well. So uh, I said wrestling. Yeah, I said, I said pro wrestling because I could talk about anything pro wrestling because I'm a nerd. I acknowledge that. Uh, Nebraska football. Because you live in the state, you're required to know everything about it. That's a Hermes favorite answer right there. Exactly. Uh, I got to go Back to the Future, my favorite movie. I love that trilogy. We talk about that all day, forever. Uh, And then I got to go with uh, Boy Meets World uh, because I love that show. Loved it since I was a kid. Uh, Topanga. I'm going to go meet Topanga in in March. Oh, yeah. Kelly Capaldi. Did you meet and, her or like do the meet and greet with her and Trish like in the same day or same weekend? No, I'm no, I'm gonna meet Topanga in March. Like oh. I signed up for that meet and greet in March, so I'm gonna see her in a couple months. And then uh, American history. I, I've always been a fan of American history, so I can just start talking about anything with that and just go off. Nice. Wait, I I wanted to go back to one. Oh, did you see the documentary about the was about the Wizard of Oz? No, about uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Of course, I've seen anything that's got Back to the Future with it. I've seen. I'm a big I've, fan I've too. It. You bet. You, you have you been uh, around the car? Yeah, yeah. They came to our oh ice cream God. shop. Down the James, street. go ahead, please. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I could go grab Grace Sports Almanac right now. I mean, yeah, I have one as well. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do uh, that's my, that's my number six. Oh boy! Ninja Turtles and Steel Magnolias, and we're the freaking problem. <laughs> I can talk about the opening scene of Varsity Blues. I can talk about the second scene of Varsity Blues. I can talk, about, uh, but like Varsity Blues is definitely going to be. I could talk thirty minutes. I could fuck the opening scene with the referee shadow thing. Aaron West Canaan, we play by a different set of rules. I could talk about that. You know that movie. God, I could do ten hours straight without even breathing uh, talking about that movie. Uh, let's see. The, obviously, the Dallas Cowboys is number two. Beer. Talk about, huh? Beer. Oh, that'd be three, four, five right there. Like, light, <laughs> light, light. <laughs> uh, so yeah, probably uh, alcoholic beverages. Uh, the Cowboys, Varsity Blues. Uh, I could talk about Stone Cold, you know, obviously for forever. Uh, it'd be generic to say Hulk Hogan after that. So I'm going to die. Oh, music. Fucking like Dave Matthews Band, the Beatles, Zeppelin. I got the Zeppelin symbols tattooed on my leg. Like music, big time. So yeah, that's a legit five. Oh, and my wife and kids. I forgot Rocky. I was talking about Rocky for six days. I'm Philly guy. Rocky, I can recite those. Anyway, that was uh, funny. Amy, appreciate it. So that's it for the questions. I, hey, you know what? When you mentioned someone like the big show, I guess it does get some attention, but we really appreciate all of your interaction. It really helps the show out a lot. Thank you so much. Leave your questions on social media, and they'll be answered on your show. Your questions. It's your show. What's his actual birthday? Big Show's actual birthday. February 8th. 
Today. February 8th. My sister was born February 8th, 1990. 1972. He will be. Yeah, he's a little older than she is. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, so it is. Today is his birthday. Happy today birthday. Birthday. Well, Brad. What do you think? So this is something a little different. I've, you know, it's all the same game, really, but I just name it different shit. <laughs> so what do you think? Or Devin will do the same, you know, like, would you rather thing, whatever. And Mike's oh. the same Mike's meat minute every week. <laughs> all right. So this was a little bit of the rumble and a little bit of a one question for uh, the Super Bowl. So since that is this weekend, and that is my Devin's demographic. There you uh, hey, Taylor Swift's in the Super Bowl and both teams have red colors. Hmm. So, do you think The Rock was supposed to be at, at the Rumble? No. Definitely no. not? He'd, no. Have been, he'd have been there. Okay. I wasn't sure. I thought he was – I really – I was surprised he wasn't there. Well, the, the way you worded that question is, do you like, if he was supposed to be there, we would have smelled what was cooking. You know, well, we but, all uh, know that Brock Lesnar was supposed to be there. I just didn't know if The Rock was supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there was ever a plan in place for it. So what uh, is the plan in place for the Rock? Hype, hype shit He's up. not going to be at the Elimination Chamber. They've announced it's not going to be, I thought. Hype I think shit up for a, a never-never land match. I think the, the hype was to announce that he was going to be on the board. That, that was a, the, ah, the bulk of it. Yeah. Get him re-ingratiated re, uh, or whatever that word is mm-hmm. into, the, into the fold of the universe. And then, like, bam, here he is. Oh, and this is what I asked Kyoto. Like, uh... Because, you know, the click was kind of dicks to Rock at the beginning. And I was like, how cool is it for Rock to be, like, shaking Triple H's hand, like, on the board of directors being like, hey, how about, how about, how you like them apples, motherfucker? <laughs> you know? Because they did, like, treat the Rock like shit at the beginning. Even Triple H? The click. They said the click. I know, I, but I always thought it was a Shawn Michaels thing. It was, it was a Shawn Michaels Well, thing, but if yeah. Shawn is treating him like shit, you think Triple H is going to be like, hey, I always Shawn, I, stop so doing what that. I, think. I always think Triple H is a little bit outside of him. You know, a little bit more mature yeah. than all that. I, I can see him treating The Rock better than the mother would go. Yeah. yeah that's why I asked yeah. Kyoto, like, how cool is it for The Rock to be like, you work for me now, bitch? <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. Like, so, do you think the championship match, when I'm talking about um, the four-way at the Royal Rumble, was cut short? Didn't see it. <laughs> no. No, no. No. Do you think it was supposed to be a 14-minute match with four people I don't he, think so, because like I said, I went up to my room by the time I came down, he pinned him, and I was like, motherfucker, because that's the, besides the Rumbles, that's the only match I wanted to see. I'm sorry, that was a lousy match. Oh, that was, was lackluster, and it was obvious. Uh, I just think, I feel like something else was supposed to happen, and it didn't. You guys don't think so? You think that was supposed to be it? I think it is. It's just we was all expecting something to happen to where Roman would. There's be interference. It's kind of like a rerun. Now that you mentioned, man, all the hype and like four legitimate, like or three legitimate challengers and all this stuff, and it's just like, by the time I hit being on the elevator, go up and go down, and it's over. Like, fuck. Yeah, but you took a few minutes going to the room and back, though, James. Well, no, yeah, I mean, I filled my beers, I drank a beer. Yeah, you were you going know? a lot longer than a bathroom break. Well, that's what I said. I refilled <laughs> my beers and all that stuff. Had Only to talk to my plus one matches. and figure out what the fuck he's doing, <laughs> you know? Because Lord knows that was a. That was a wild card weekend. So, Brian, you think that's the way it was supposed to go? I do. I think they were trying to make extra time for the men's rumble to have that Cody punk spot. 
have all the time in the world for it. That's why there was only four matches for the whole show because they want to make sure everybody had plenty well, of time. Well, I mean, both those matches are an hour. I get why it has to be four matches. I actually thought the Kevin Owens match, and I know you're not a big fan of yours, was way better than the championship match. Because oh, I'll say that too. Hard hitting. Hard hitting, man. Um, but I'll agree with that. So, do you think Gunther was disappointed in his uh, Rumble Rumble creative this year? No. It was in the Final Four. So, After an Iron Man appearance from last year, going the longest ever, you don't think he was disappointed? And everybody was on, like, he was like, you know, Cody won, yay, 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 but everybody was talking about, Dave, you see Gunther in there? Like, he's a legit motherfucker, you know? I think he had all the hype last year. What do you got, so Brian? Pre- you got something. So, <laughs> so pre-punk, so pre-punk, I was actually expecting Gunther to win the Rumble this year. So to me, I kind of think so because I think you were building him to that moment. And then Punk came in and then everything with Cody now and it's like they just took it from him. And now knowing there's probably no Brock, I mean, that was his next goal was all get Brock. Now there's no Brock. That would have been a sweet Mania match too. God, that would have been a sweet one. Did you think that was an awkward elimination, uh, Braun Breaker and uh, Omos? Yes. I thought it was, it was weird. supposed to happen, or was it rushed? Like, did they accidentally? <laughs> did somebody slip? I think it was I rushed. I think it was rushed. Yeah, because then even with the bronze spot, you miss his elimination because somebody else is coming out. So awkward. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, Rumor has it McAfee didn't. You know. Oh, good. Go ahead. What about McAfee? Rumor has it he didn't know he was going to be in it, and then well, they called well, his I name, and he's like, "Was he an alternate? Right. Huh?" Was he an alternate? Yes. He may have been. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, because he said, like, yeah, I didn't really know how uh, this was going to go. And, uh, I think he halfway, well, also rumor has it that he was supposed to, like, face up to Brock. And then Brock, well, I guess so he wouldn't know he's in it. But that he was going to face Brock, and then he was going to eliminate himself, like, when he went face-to-face with Brock. It was weird. But I think it was he a just. weird moment in the match. Right? Yeah, because he's just like, uh, uh, uh. See ya. <laughs> you know? I feel like that spot could have went to somebody else. I love McAfee okay. to death, but I somebody oh, yeah, could have came I out. Love and, you know, yeah, but... I love him too. I just I I just didn't understand the spot. Uh, I feel like it could have went to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. I feel like I'm. These are probably all obvious. So hopefully I I can get you on this one. Do you think CM Punk was part of the decision to put Cody over? Had to be right. I don't know. Is he part of creative? Well, oh no, no! I thought you meant like use punk as the last dude. Because I think that was the creative was those two be the last two. Well, are you talking about before Rollins injury or after? I'm talking about at the at the rumble. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's because after Rollins injury, I think it was oh, okay. Well, if he's hurt, let's go ahead and go, Cody. And we'll so you see. Think punk how was the winner. Goes. You think Punk was going to be the winner? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me either. What do you think, Brian? I'm still, like, I kind of mentioned it earlier. I'm still kind of convinced that they called the audible in the ring when Punk knew he got, because he knew he got hurt, because you could see him in the ring talking to officials. I think there was an audible called, and he's like, we got to go Cody now. I'm so you think he, he was going to win? I think he was going to win. Because I, really I, I don't see him, because I don't see him coming in to lose, if that makes sense. Can Bruce quit? WWE, <laughs> we can ask these kinds of questions. Yeah. 
because he's the only one that's going to ever tell us. Because it because it makes sense for Cody. Because it makes sense for Cody to have to overcome more to get to that to finish his story. That's rather than, true. Here, here's Punk just. If Cody, if Cody's the last one eliminated, then he has to go to Elimination Chamber and fight his way and back into it. Exactly. I guess and you that make makes that sense. His, you make that his he has to win moment. Yeah, so like he has him? to win this match. Yeah. And then, you know, but he faces insurmountable odds and then wins. They said Punk was brought out close to the end on purpose just to avoid any kind of injury. Mm-hmm. That's why he was brought out 27th, 28th, whatever it was. Well, so I said he came Rollins out. Now? Who faces Rollins now? Gunther? I don't think it's Cody. See, that's why I didn't understand why he was cheering. Why was he cheering? He still has to wrestle. <laughs> you know what I mean? He still has to wrestle at WrestleMania. I think he was cheering because uh, Punk lost. I heard an idea last night from a friend of the show, Allison. Cody faces both champions and wins both belts at Mania. Then you, I hope not. Then what, we create another belt in another year? Yeah, we just did that. Well, because even Palmwater and all them were talking about it, and I was like, dude, then the crowd boo the fuck out. You're in Philly. Can't, you can't do shit can't like that. fuck up. No, and then uh, the not. crowd would boo the hell out of it, and I was like, isn't that too much Cody? They're like, I don't think so. I'm like, man. They do Way love too much Cody. Cody but... I they do love Cody. That's too much. I seeing Cody and, uh, Cody and Rollins and Roman and Gunther. I... No. Roman and who? Who are you rooting Gunther. for? Gunther. He had nobody roots for him. <laughs> I'm just saying he's a heel. You have two heels. I don't think Robbins will lose in the building anytime soon. I want main event J, baby. Come on. I'll tell you what, he was over, man. He is over. Man. Oh, so, crowd is crowd, man. Just... so that's my my theory is Jay is gonna be the one to take the intercontinental title off of Gunther. And it's gonna be Gunther Rollins. And then Gunther gets the world title, and that's his reign through the summer. Then who's the and then what do you do with the Intercontinental Championship? Jay Uso beats him. I think okay. Jay takes it from him because right. they're already tying Jay in to Imperium, so I think Jay's the one who takes it off him. All right, I like yeah, that man. I want, I want him to do something with Priest. He's got the. That's the another place. thing. You got him, and yeah. let's not forget Randy Orton. Let's not forget um, LA, LA Knight. Knight. Let's not forget AJ Styles. Well, we were just in the main event, like a major event. I think LA Knight is going for the U.S. title. Yeah, I think he's going with Logan Paul, yeah. All right. I I think that story's not over with uh, Kevin Owens. No one won. Really? All right. Last one, guys. Will this be the most watched Super Bowl of all time? No. Yes. Right? I think it will be. Yes, I agree 100%. Taylor Swift is going to make I it I think out. it will smash. My daughter is going to yeah, watch yeah. it. I think it will yeah. smash the record by like yeah. okay, a couple million. Taylor Swift, yeah, you're right. You're I right. think people are going to tune in just to see if Taylor Swift can make it by kickoff because she's got the show they're Us. talking about somewhere. In Japan, yeah, it's in but Japan. That's the yeah. story. And I know you're not a fan of Philly, James, but Jason Kelsey, the, people want to see him too with his shirt off. Dude, have y'all checked out their podcast? It's actually a pretty I good podcast. I love it. I have a shirt. I just don't listen to it. It's pretty good. It is great. James. <laughs> oh, they're hilarious. Yeah, don't listen to it, James, because you know what? I hate to break it to you. You're going to love them. <laughs> and then you're going to have to you have to go back on everything you say. They're good guys. They're freaking hilarious cool. together. Logan, Logan Paul is probably a good dude. Well, I don't know. Uh, Kevin Owens is probably a good dude. Sammy Zane. I shared the video with y'all. Sammy Zane and his kid running around the ring. And I was like, hard to hate on that. 
I mean, of course, there's good people. That doesn't mean I gotta like them. No, they're I'm funny. A good person. No, they're people hate hilarious me. To Listen, we're not that much <laughs> different than them. I'm gonna tell you that right now. This show's not that much different, except we can't hear Mike by the end of the show. But for the most <laughs> part, we're a lot like them. We're just they're just shooting the shit. It's not even really professional. It's just shooting yeah. the shit. It's just right? it's just two brothers. Yeah, shooting shit. It's awesome. Shooting the shit. Talking about the games, you know. Football, baby. If I need some shooting shit, I'll listen to WHW, McAfee Show, and your show, The Kickout Crew. Anyway, that's it for me. But boom Back to you, James. Well, uh, I guess fun, uh, the most exciting part of the show is uh, what we're doing next week. And rumor has it, gimmicks. Well, what do you let us know, Brian. What's going on, buddy? So here it is. Here's what I think. There was a poll done by Mike. On oh, our yeah. Twitter page for gimmicks, there was a vote that won, and I don't care what was voted that won <laughs> because I can't find the tweet at this point because it's so far buried on our feed. Yeah, I, I do that. So I'm that. gonna, so I'm gonna pick the gimmick match that I voted for on the poll because I remember it on there. So next week there will only be one match because it Perfect. is so because it's it's a twenty minute match. It's a, uh. you know, a twenty minute match. So just one match. We're going to cover the King of the Mountain match from TNA. And I will send the link to you guys for YouTube in the chat. Perfect. Just anything. Never watched this. Or is there only one? No, we're going to cover the very first King of the Mountain match. I've never watched these, so I'm pumped up. Yeah, this is awesome, bro. This is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, shout out Mike. Shout out, Mike. Why don't you go throw up somewhere, pal? I I remembered the poll, and I immediately went, no, 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 we're going to do this, because I guarantee nobody has seen this, and it's going to be perfect. I like how Mike probably had two matches, probably already started doing shit. Well, let's be real here. Mike probably had two matches. No freaking way he's done shit. (laughs) No way. Yeah, there's no way he's He's talking about putting up the pickle recipe again. (laughs) Yeah, he's still probably talking about pickles. Yeah. I I found the tweet. It's ladder. Hell to sail, King of the Mountain. Did you really find it? You really yeah. found it? Good yeah. God. Dude, I can't get you to remember the matches. The search. <laughs> <laughs> Just get it, get the search, and it pops right up. Well, yeah, so. 33% so, yeah. hell to sail. We appreciate everybody's opinion, ladder, but no thanks. 14% <laughs> King of the Mountain. So, so we're 14, 14% King of the Mountain, and we're so going to we're doing. Technically, we're covering a ladder match. We're technically covering a ladder match. So there you go. Hey, uh, Adam. That way everybody wins. It's a win-win-win. Conflict resolution. (laughs) All right. Thanks, uh, Bryant. Kiss our ass, Mike. A king of the mountain match, huh? Yeah, king of the mountain. Next week. My world, uh, you know, goggles. There you go. Voted. (laughs) I got my foam finger on the floor in my room. How do you just have those on standby, ready to go? What the hell? I know, right? Because I live in a grown-ass world and I got shit everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, I was Ryu there for a little bit while Adam was uh, being a father. And there I was, Ryu in it. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) I'm a man of many talents, and when I find whichever one works, I'll be glad to use that one. And that is also what she said. And it looks I'm like not... the tape machines are rolling on this They're episode. Rolling. <laughs> Back to you, James. Take her home. We have climbed this mountain. 
we were the kings of it at the uh, you know, for ninety percent of it, and here we are. Fall. It's it's a pun about next week, Brad. I try. I love it, man. I'm like, where's it going? <laughs> hey, you know, I was hanging out with the girl last night, and uh, nice. Her some tips, and she's like, oh, so that bald dude, he's the host of the show, right? And I was like, fuck yes, I can't wait to bring this up. Fuck yeah. So uh, fucking bald dude, love it. <laughs> hey. You well, I mean, it is what it is, You're right? You're the host of the show. <laughs> I'm a hat next week. Maybe I'll bring back the original wig. <laughs> With the, the glasses of the nose and the mustache. <laughs> uh, what's that dude? Uh, oh, what's his name on the digital underground, you know? Stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image of the style that you used to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got it. Now it's with the umpty. Yeah, that's what she said. And uh, so next week, uh, yeah. you know, want to thank everybody for joining us this week sorry for that little like three minutes there that just happened but hey that's what we do on your show you know because it's just friends shooting the shit and uh we're like this off camera too if you can believe it like it's not like we make this part professional <laughs> let's be real and shout out to everybody that voted that we're not going to do what you voted for correct <laughs> yeah thank you that's for your opinion we it mattered i so couldn't much. find the poll all right <laughs> All right, Judy Bagwell, calm down. Uh, but yeah, man, it's a uh, fellowship and friends and all that stuff. You know, that's what we do here. Try to ease your mind a little bit, make a couple smiles, make a couple jokes. Hell, hopefully I'll laugh a time or two. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. Because life is always a pain in the fucking dick. And here's the thing. Or a pain in the ass. Sorry. Didn't want to get gender specific. there. Life is always a pain in the ass. But guess what? You wouldn't, if you didn't go through the bad times, you wouldn't appreciate the good times, man. And that's what makes the good times worth living because you go through so much ass that uh, finally. Oh, when you, oh, okay. You go through so much uh, bad times, I'll put it that way, that that way when the good times hit, you fucking cherish her more. And hopefully, we gave you some good times during this episode. Hopefully, you laughed. Hell, I cried probably twice. And, you know, that's what we do here. And the only way you can do that is guess what? You gotta fucking throw that shoulder, baby. You gotta kick out it too. Never, never let anyone tell you you're worthless and never ever feel worthless. Cause guess what? You have the power to change it. And you have the power to, you know, do what you need to do. And the only way you can do that is to kick out it too. Never give up. Always kick out it too. And beg for another shot because, you know, life's gonna keep bringing them and you just keep throwing that shoulder. And that's what we do. Because guess what? We're going to see you next week. <laughs> you know, after bombing at the end of this episode, guess what? We're throwing out the shoulder and we're going to see y'all's asses next week. Because that's what we do. And that's what you do on your show. Reach out to us, man. I want to thank everybody. Be sure to be a friend and tell a friend. Because, hey, we ain't, here, we ain't here without you, you know? And uh, I guess that's pretty much uh, the conclusion. Uh. Conclusion's always like the smallest and the bullet point's always the smallest. Every single fucking outline. And with that being said, we'll see you next week. Good bye. Somebody got to say something since Mike's not here? Uh, you put the chicken! <laughs> <laughs>